What's up, bro? I've been listening. Well, not really listening to all of his shit because all of his shit sounds a little bit garbage. Yeah. But uh, French Montana. Mm-hmm. Um. Which one? One. I'm going in for the kill. Mm-hmm. The other. Um. Pop it. Uh. What's it? What's it? Oh, the work. Work. But, uh, well, it's not the, work. It's pop it. Yeah, it's pop it. But the. Uh, Keep saying work because that's what the hook is, but yeah, I know what you're talking about. I can't, yeah, it's pop that, pop that, that's what it's called. Pop that with uh, French Montana and Rick Ross. Okay, whoever they could have gone without uh Wheezy, but I don't know who else they could have put in on that one, but whatever, yeah, it still sounds good. You don't like Wheezy F Baby, please say Baby. Tell you the truth, I'm gonna honestly say no because he 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 fell off somewhere. No, he he got caught on the bullshit. Fuck bullshit. Birdman didn't pay his money. Well, you can put out that. You can put out a lot of shit. You can put out a lot of shit. So he just went out hurt for a while. Being able to be creative or even put something valuable out there to be heard, you know what I'm saying? But what do you think about that one song, uh, "Going In for the Kill"? I never. Heard I like the music. No, I'm not talking about. I'm talking about French Montana. I don't listen. Like the only song that I would listen to recently that I like didn't come out. Oh yeah, that that love that video. That video shit. For for some reason, for some reason, I I kept I kept uh, overlooking it. Chuck, just bear with me for a second. I want him to hear. Reason why I like this song is because of the the hook. What's it called? Going in for the kill. Well, you gonna put it in right now? So I don't have to put it up. Go ahead, man. I I can honestly say I haven't heard it. You know, but I've really been into that unforgettable. Like I love the track. I love the vibe of the song. I haven't heard that one. I've seen it. I just overlooked it. Oh, it's. It's everything. Like, it's. Alright, yeah. Hold on. 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 It's the Whatever Man Podcast. What up, man? Podcast, Chuck. John. Got a special guest. 
Max, more deep. That's right, you motherfuckers. Long time waiting. Man, it is what it is. You know, we get it in how we get it in. I'm glad to be here with my bros, ATX, PA, Sessions and Sections. Such a beautiful thing. That's right, you motherfuckers. <laughs> uh, Never been to Port Arthur, but we talked before, and I'm on. I'm coming. Hey, come on, man. It's just, welcome to the land of the trill. It is what it is. We exist and we survive. You know, just getting over this uh, this uh, Hurricane Harvey situation. Still recovering. You know what I'm saying? Like, things are getting back to normal, slowly but surely. Uh, it, it it showed a lot of resilience in people, and it was able to bring us back to who we are in essence as a community because like everybody i don't care who you were who you are what you had you know what i'm saying those that did lose lost everything so nobody was here high everybody was low so all it all it could be was love and unity if it was in your heart and people stepped up to the plate uh, special shout out to the Cajun Navy. Mm. Cajun Navy. I, I want to say they're from Louisiana because they call the Cajun Navy. No, they're from Louisiana. Okay. Louisiana. Uh, hey, and 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 people in surrounding areas. All of those individuals that came with the souped up. Uh, monster truck vehicles and rescued all the people from the Cajun Navy that came and rescued people who were uh, unfortunately trapped in their homes. I mean, elderly people who could not move, who couldn't get out, uh, bedridden people in, in, um, in uh, rest homes, you know. I won't get into the negatives of it all because it's just beautiful that positivity and love came out of it. So, united we stand, and united we rise. PA. That guy from uh, the Houston, from uh, what was it? The Houston uh, football team. Oh, uh, JJ Watt. Watt. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to discredit him, but he he did do a. He raised a lot of money. He, he did he make a. But a, we don't know real money impact. Meant. Um, I'm asking you I this mean, because you lived there. As far as as far as I know, I can't put any any uh, solidification on what was done with any funds that were uh, that he collected. I'm not saying that he didn't do. I'm not saying that he did do. I can't personally say that anything directly noted that he did do for the communities or surrounding communities so um you know that's not me putting a stain yeah, okay. or I, yeah I, praise I'm not i'm not trying to get you yeah no no i'm just saying like i'm just speaking in general so yeah. that's i'm just speaking on my behalf i, yeah. I really can't say what so but i know he did yeah, yeah i know it was out there that he was raising money i know i did uh do something online um filled out something online and um uh, I never received any funds from that. Uh, I did receive uh, messages about jobs that were possibly in the area. That came, and he said that was a part of the whole thing, or they said that that was a part of the whole thing too, but 
anyone saying that they received funds or me, I can't say that we did. Well, I, I don't know if this is New Orleans that I'm getting ready to talk about. Mm-hmm. Because I, I'm, I'm always wrong on a lot of shit. Right. But me and Chuck talked about this. Is it the shape of New um, the shape of Houston, or the the build the building, uh, as far as uh, the different things that are built there, as far as there's not a lot of grass. There's more concrete than anything. Where in Port Arthur? In, in Port well, Arthur, Houston. All right, so. Well, I, I was under the impression that it was in like a shape of a bowl. Is it well, Houston? Well, I, I can speak to this. All is right, it Houston so or is it Houston? New Houston, Houston sits a little bit lower, uh, than, lower than sea level. Like New Orleans is like six feet under sea level. Mm-hmm. Houston's like eight feet. Okay. Uh, of course, New Orleans is right on the. New Orleans is a seawall city. Yeah. Houston isn't. Like yeah. other than the Houston Ship Channel. Not much of Houston touches the ocean. Yeah. Well, uh, I mean, Port Arthur sits right on the Yeah, coast, the so. seawall, like, yeah. Port Arthur is on the seawall. Yeah. Uh, so that's why Port Arthur floods all the time. Is because the yeah. seawall is just not high enough for the storm surges of a major hurricane yeah. hitting. Houston's problem is twofold. Is one, we low, we lower, lower, we low under sea level. Uh, two, the city's drainage system is dependent on bayous. Those bayous are inadequate for the size of the city now. Okay. Yeah. And uh, what you were talking about, uh, the rapid urban sprawl, the spread of Houston, has uh, what used to be farmlands, what used to be floodable territory because it wasn't people's houses, are now people's houses. Okay. So it used to be that they could drain the water and send it out to areas that were uninhabited and it would flood somebody's farm or somebody's ranch land for a couple of days the water would seep into the into the ground yeah. and good it would go them. away yeah, yeah. Okay. Uh, well not necessarily good it just wouldn't hurt them like it's one thing for somebody's cow pasture to be flooded for a couple of days yeah. then somebody's house to be flooded for a couple of weeks yeah. but now all of that shit like I left Houston in 96 when I joined the Marines, Houston was big as fuck then. It's like a third bigger now mm-hmm. than it was when I left. Like, Houston never stops growing. Yeah. And you got more people. Yeah, it's four and a half million people that live in Houston, just in Houston. Yeah. The whole population of the state is 22, 22 million people. So, like, a fourth of the state lives in one fucking city. Okay. Or, like, a fifth of the state lives in one city. This is a fucking huge problem. And nobody ever addresses it. So, is it's a because Houston floods. Some part of Houston floods every year, mm-hmm. like dr- dr- drastically floods. One part of Houston dra- drastically floods every year because it rains hard somewhere in that big ass city, mm-hmm. and it floods every fucking year. It's been like that since I was a kid, and they've never done anything about it. No. It just so happened that all of those places all flooded at one time, and it couldn't get anybody out. Yeah. So there's a lot of fucking problems in Houston. Yeah. And I mean, and, that's and, been gone un, unaddressed for a long time. So and it's, it's the same way in Port Arthur. For I a mean, long with time. Port Arthur, it's you know, it's um, it's uh, 
the the drainage infrastructure. You know what I mean? Because we we've suffered a lot That's what I was with at. different uh, different um, hurricanes yeah, situations. Flooded out in Rita last yeah, time. Yeah, I mean, and and, and um, the thing with Port Arthur now is like um, we do have a drainage system. You know what I'm saying? Um, but it it the way it kind of works is that you have release gates here in Port Arthur and then you have release release gates in another county or in another area that's close to Port Arthur and another and they may flood and release and then water overflows so it's like back and forth yeah so it's like it's like a it's like a, a seesaw effect you know what I'm saying when it comes to that I don't have like full understanding but I do know that that's a cause and effect for things and if it's a slight rain or heavy rain, pause, okay. If it's a heavy, continuous rain, like Harvey was, you know what I'm saying? Like, it like it did this. Because the day before the actual massive flood of it all, it rained. Flooded. Right where I live at, you know what I'm saying? Water got high enough to hit the grass from the street to to my apartment. Because my apartment, where I, the apartment I had set on the backside, or set on the backside of my apartment, set on uh, 9th Avenue, which is a main street that runs, um, I would say, well, we say, I say north to south in Port Arthur. So that means going towards Beaumont, back towards the seawall. You know what I'm saying? Because we call up where I live at, up top or up north. Mm -hmm. Okay, so uh, it rained. Well, I got a call. You know, I had to go uh, to my job and because uh, I work for a company that manages uh, apartments. So I had to go and do some work there. And I literally had to walk in water up to my knees, you know what I'm saying? Had to take my shoes off, walk across the street, and I'm walking, and it's flooded like I don't know what. Fixed what I had to fix, came home. By the time evening time came, water was down, street was dry. You know what I'm saying? So the drainage worked. Uh, knew more rain was coming, got in my, got in my apartment. I'm in, because in my mind, I'm like, hey, this is not, they hadn't evacuated or made a, made a mandatory evacuation. So I'm like, okay, this is cool. You know what I'm saying? It's going to go down. We, we're good. I mean, I went to sleep, woke up, but it started raining before I went to sleep, and it did not stop raining. I mean, it did not stop raining for like three days. I went to sleep, woke up. When I woke up, my mattress was sitting in my bed frame, floating. floating. Water was above my toilet Shit. in my bathroom. You know what I'm saying? I sleep naked, so I had to get out of my bed, go get my rain boots, find me some clothes, pack up what was important, and walked outside. And what, before I got out of the bed, I looked outside my bedroom window, just looked under, because it was up. And it literally looked like the Gulf of Mexico surging outside of my bed. 
like a tsunami. That's how it, the water was moving. And that's just moving like that. And then you add in trucks rolling through that, boats coming through, pushing more water into apartments. As, and it did not stop raining for like three days straight. So, yeah, like 40 inches. Yeah, or, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It did it's not. No, it's supposed to drain into the Gulf. Yeah. It, but the it, Gulf it, was right there. It did yeah. not. I mean, if it, if it rains like that there, that's the problem. And it, I mean, it literally did not stop raining at all. How many times has this happened? That time, I mean. Like this. Like that. That was the first time for me seeing it. You know what I'm saying? The other issues with other storms, they were, and, and mind you, mind you this, that Harvey did not hit us directly. We only got the residual rain. Harvey hit way in near. Uh, yeah. Corpus Christi or uh, what was it Corpus or uh, uh, fuck I can't remember the name Rockport Rockport, Rockport. Rockport. you know what I'm saying that's yeah. way down 49 South Rockport got hit direct direct Houston, all we got was rain Houston got the downgraded version of Harvey and Port Arthur got even a more downgraded <laughs> version of it and 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 people lost the rain. everything there was nowhere for the rain to go nowhere for the water to go you know I'm from North Carolina and when hurricane season comes, mm-hmm. you know, everybody's used to it. We're just waiting on it. And I mean, that's how it is here. You know, just hope for the best. But right. I ain't never in my life heard of what happened. Mm-hmm. What happened here since I've been here, you know, yeah. Harvey. Okay. Now, when I was in North Carolina, uh, Let's say, for instance, uh, uh, I don't know what hurricane it was. I was living in Wilmington and went to a hurricane party. As usual, we left early because we got to go. You know, we got to hit that highway. You see what I'm saying? To to go back to Sanford, which is uh, three and a half hours away. So we can be inland. Yeah. The worst I, I've been in was the fact that we get to Sanford. My friends drop, trying to drop me off at my mom's house. Can't get there. Trees and shit are in the way. Okay. Go another way. Can't get there. Trees and shit are in the way. All right, man, uh, I guess we're going to go back to your, your mom's house. You know, I didn't have a cell phone back then. Let's get back to your mom's house and so I can call my mom. See if she's fine. Can't get the main way. Can't get that way. So we had to go around. Go back to uh, Fort Bragg, Fayetteville area, and then come back up. Yeah. And we made it, but shit's fucked up. Power's out. Trees all over the motherfucker. We're just hoping that the power or the rain and the wind will stop. So they can put the power back up so nothing's lost in the refrigerator. You see what I'm saying? Nobody can do nothing. So you're just sitting there waiting. What I dealt with is waiting. Didn't have to deal with the water. Yeah. I had to deal with the rain. Yeah. You can't drive in it. You know, the the rain and the wind knocked the trees down. 
water. You see, now that's why I ask you now how many times since you 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 you, you you've grown up there, right? Yeah, I've grown up there. But this is the first time you've this dealt is, with this. This is the first time I've dealt with that kind of yeah being stuck in that kind of situation there. Yeah. Because when uh, Rita happened, you know, we evacuated. Yeah. And they wouldn't let anyone in the town. They made people leave. So we weren't really there to deal with all of that. We were just displaced. You know what I'm saying? This wasn't a mandatory or get out because no one really thought that we would have that kind of issue. But that just shows, like, just how fucked up shit is. You know what I'm saying? And it's and it's not And it's not anyone's any particular person's fault it's just the fact of years of, of neglect neglect and yeah and not and yeah. not and not knowing what to do and how to correct these situations yeah. you know it's what i'm saying neglect. all, all yeah. i'm saying is i did all this oh well, yeah motherfuckers y'all don't know shit you know blah 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 i did i had to deal with the fucking snow when i was growing up and i had to deal with hurricanes i mean i remember being in the eye of a hurricane when i was growing up you know i mm -hmm. know what that shit looks like and the wind and the rain, the wind and the rain, the wind and the rain. I didn't have to deal with water. Mm -hmm. Now, yeah, just I was, standing water. Yeah, I was nowhere near the coast. You know, yeah. I was like four, five hours away of North Carolina. But I never heard of anything being flooded out. Oh, yeah. You see what I'm saying? I never heard of anything being flooded out. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's crazy, man. No, it's, it's... I, moved, I moved down here in Austin. There's that neighborhood off of uh, William Cannon. Mm -hmm. Yeah, Onion Creek. Onion Creek. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Because of where it's built, <laughs> it floods out. Yeah. It's not a lot of nice homes. Let's mine it. It's like whenever me and Chuck went to uh, New Orleans and a month later, Katrina hit. Yeah. Years later, this happens here. Yeah. But not but in, in Houston. I, I you see Fort Arthur. But you know, what I'm saying is I did a lot of bitching and moaning. About but yeah. You know, <laughs> it's like y'all motherfuckers don't know shit about shit. Hey man. And it and it's like But what? but now I need to shut my fucking mouth up. Yeah, I mean because yeah, but anything can happen anywhere, bro. It's like, you know, you, you can't really put a stamp on on, you know, because nature will will do what it does it's no it's no escaping that and i found out something the other day too like well about a week ago because i had to go out of town and check on my daughter and my sister rode with me and we're coming back and we're riding through houston and we mm -hmm. left here you know what i'm saying and it literally rained the the entire time that we drove from austin till we got to a certain point in houston non-stop rain from here all the way there and not rain light, it rained heavy. Yeah. When we got to Houston, and I'm driving on the highway, coming in off of 290, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But I'm in Houston, on the highway, bro. There was actually enough water from the pour down to where trucks or cars were passing me and splashing water on my windshield from the highway. Not not from a truck passing me like a car would pass you and just water flashing back. I'm talking about literally passing me up and puddles like 
water is coming like you're walking down a sidewalk and a truck passes. This is in the middle of the highway. So if it's doing that, then there's still a lot that needs to be fixed. Because yeah. we're talking about on a highway that you got water. <laughs> yeah, it's yeah, it's, that's crazy, man. Like I said, there's a, there's a ton of civil neglect mm-hmm. of motherfuckers. Like there was neighborhoods in Houston that during Harvey didn't flood. But because they had to release dams, they had to release yeah. overflow dams. After the water stopped, three days after the water stopped, two neighborhoods got flooded because they had to release that dam. Mm-hmm. And that's because motherfuckers, were, uh, they bought that land, which was on a floodplain. And they were selling people those houses. They built subdivisions <laughs> in a release plane. Because they were like, well, this shit, they only, we only get these floods like once every hundred years. So, yeah. you know, your risk or whatever. And these people can't get flood insurance because when you buy a house there, you know you're buying it in a, in a release plan. Exactly. <laughs> so motherfuckers spend two hundred, $300,000 on a house. And, and they risking they $200,000, $250,000, home investment on something that they can't insure. Yeah. That's what was going on in your creek. Yeah. Yeah. Because the thing is, is that, yeah, everybody talks about the, uh, the, the there's a trailer park in Onion Creek. Because I used to install cable out there. Okay. So everybody talks about the, uh, the trailer park, which is a fucking tragic situation. Because basically what happened was uh, we got this real heavy rain in South Austin. It was when it flooded all of Lamar. Like Lamar, like Lamar was under like three feet of water. Almost three years ago? Yeah. Yeah. And it flooded the fucking football field and baseball fields out there. I had to drive that shit at work. It was fucked up. And uh, so Onion Creek, because Onion Creek was built on Onion Creek, it was a dry creek bed. Okay. Uh, so it don't retain it. They don't drain. It's a creek bed. It holds water. It holds. Yeah, it's built. To, it's meant to hold water. Wow. So uh, the trailer park out there had this flood warning system that's supposed to go off when the water gets to a certain level. The rain happened overnight, and the alarm system never went off. So it washed out probably like forty-five trailers. A bunch of people died. A lot of people got hurt because it just picked their houses up and just threw them. Just slammed them. Like, they got, like, I think six feet of water in, like, three hours or some shit like that. Wow. Like, it was raining hard as fuck. And a bunch of people got hurt. A bunch of people died. I think somebody's kid died. Like, it was sad. It was fucked up. Uh, But. It's a nice area out there. But the reason reason why the shit happened, because it used to be a park. Like, it used to be a park before they started selling houses. Because that's what they were doing for other planes. You make it a city park, you make it county land or something that you go out and you play in, and then when they know it's going to rain, they close the park off so nobody's in the park. And if it floods, this is a bunch of park equipment. Nobody gives a fuck. Or it's just a bunch of grass fields. It's a football field or a baseball field or whatever. But there's people's houses out there. They build a golf course out there. And motherfuckers have homes on the golf course. Now, this is how low Onion, park, Onion Creek sits. Houses are nice out there. It's nice out there. I was I would be installing cable 
and climbing up a 15-foot telephone pole, mm-hmm. I'd be halfway up the pole and could see the water traps on the golf course. I'm seven feet above ground, and that's when I'm eye level with the water traps at the golf course. That's how that's low, low some of the su- fucking houses sit. Wow. <laughs> that's crazy. Like, for real? Yeah. If it rains hard out there, that fucking water in four or five hours will be at somebody's roof. Man. Now, that's at some, that's the houses. Imagine if you live in a fucking trailer park. Mm. Mm. You know, man. I, I mean, I'm, I'm not trying to one up on nobody. I, I lived in, uh, I lived in North Carolina. You know, for uh, 20, 23 years. Mm. Never, whenever where I grew up in Sanford, never, there was never. A tornado. Okay. Had the warnings. Went outside, looked, saw the formations, and they just blew off. And it just hit surrounding areas. Never. 20-some years I lived there. Never. Never. I'm going to say, let's say, five years ago. I might, I might be wrong, but there was probably four or five tornadoes that hit Lee County, Raleigh-Durham at the same, well, not at the same time, but in the same day. Okay. Three hit where I grew up. Yeah. Never heard of that shit before in my life. I had somebody sit there and tell me they went to uh, Lowe's. They happened to just leave just in time. That tornado hit Lowe's. Everybody in there had to go in the back in the corner that was in the store, hold hands and get on top of each other and hold hands Mm. because the roof got knocked off. So they wouldn't get sucked out. When I went back and... um, I'm going to say 2014, 13, 14. There was always pine trees out there. There's pine trees all over the place. When I went, nothing. There were no pine trees. It's like those pine trees made that area, you know what I'm saying? Now it looks like a, like a, like a dead end town. I don't know about now, but whenever I went, that's what it looked like to me. You see what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, uh, you know. I, because all the areas that I, that I would, you know, go do whatever at, there was always these trees out there. There's always pine trees out there. There ain't no fucking pine trees. You can see the fucking, you can see the trail where the fucking tornado hit. I you know what I'm saying. Disaster. You know, yeah. and, and it's yeah. just, it's but A, one. I never seen no fucking tornado. The twenty something years I lived out there, there ain't no tornado out there. Albers, man. Yeah. I've only seen. I, I've only been a, a witness to one in Port Arthur, and that was when I was in in middle school. You know what I'm saying? Sort of like the sky turned this this neon green color, and you could see the funnel going before they made us 
get in the position that we could had to get into, you know. But and that's the only one I've ever seen in Port Arthur. But they're always tornado, tornado watches in the area. Yeah, you know. I mean, hey, man, nature does what it does. There's no getting away from that. You know that's, what I'm saying? You just it, yeah. it, when it happened, it happened. It ain't nothing you can yeah. do. Can't change nothing about it, man. Because like. No one thought, like I said, no one thought that that would happen the way that it happened with us right now. No one said anything in, like, like they did the way they did with Katrina. I mean, because, but Katrina Katrina was a, a whole nother entity in itself. And at the end of the day, Katrina hit New Orleans head on. No, it didn't. It didn't? It missed it missed New Orleans by forty miles. It hit Slidell. Oh, Slidell. Okay, yeah. but still the 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 See, levy. That's why I say yeah. It's like I say the levy broke. Civil neglect. Correct. Okay, the, I thought it hit it head on. No, no. Okay, it missed it missed it missed New Orleans by forty fucking miles. The eye of the hurricane hit just to the to the right of Slidell. Mm-hmm. That's okay. where the eye of the storm passed over. And wow. it fucked Slide. That's why if you look at Slide L, it probably looks like nothing. Yeah, because it wiped all, like, there's just foundations. Okay. Of Slide L. Like, it literally just wiped out, the, like, the whole a half a Slide L. Okay. But the, the levees were inadequate. Yeah. The seawall was inadequate because they got rid of all the barrier islands. The barrier islands, they started selling them off as real estate property. So they started paving them over. Those barrier islands, when they hit the barrier islands, that's what took the bulk of the storm, the storm surge. So that seawall that could block an 11-foot wave was getting 8-foot waves. Because when the storm surge came off the ocean, it had to go over the barrier island, which knocked it down. So when it got to the seawall... The, the storm surge wasn't that hot. But when they started paving that shit over and selling it off, just washed over that shit. Now you got a full 16-foot storm, 16, 18-foot storm surge hitting that seawall, and it's going over the seawall and start flooding everything. Yeah. Uh, that blew out the pumps for the levees, and that's why the levees failed. Okay. And then one of them, because they built this, uh, this bullshit pass-through, to get from one side of the docks to the other. It's like this two mile stretch that they put in in Lake Pontchartrain. Yeah. And a barge got broke loose and it bashed in the seawall at the at the ninth ward. And that's how it That's how the ninth ward flooded. Okay. Wow. Because that's why all the people in the ninth ward, when you hear that when people talk about they heard this bomb go off and they thought they blew the levee or whatever. But it was the barge. It was a barge that slammed into the seawall. And that's how hard it hit the motherfucker. That it sounded, it like, sounded a like a goddamn bomb. Damn. <laughs> I never knew. That's crazy. Yeah. It's mean? all a bunch of fucking, it's a bunch of civil neglect because motherfuckers are going, this shit never happens. happens. We don't have to prepare for it. Yeah. And that's why they weren't and ready for it. Yeah. yeah. They weren't ready for that type of. Uh, yeah. It's just like motherfuckers wasn't ready for Harvey, even though they know parts of Houston flood every year. Yeah, that's you know this is coming. You know at least one part of Houston is gonna flood every year. That's what, but and you know what? What what was crazy with with that with me in Houston was like I you know like, hey, y'all just got through with some just some rain. Yeah, 
causing mad, mad, you know, bad flooding. I'm fucking, well, we had a, a family get together out there at the park in PA. Exactly. And it rained. We was driving through Houston that, that day. And it was flooding. It only rained for four hours. All of the freeways was flooded. So it's like, how do you not? You know this shit gonna happen. This driving through downtown Houston. Yeah. On oh, all the major highways, you driving through two feet of water and it's only rain four hours. And you know this is coming. You know this is a You hurt. know this, it's gonna this happen. This is a bad storm. I was in the I was in the sixth grade walking home from Fondry Middle School. Hmm. On Fondry, a block away from Fondry. Oh no, a block away from uh it's a joint that go to Sharps Fondry. Yeah, yeah they go all the way to go all yeah. the way to Sharpstown. Yeah, that was Fondry. It rained for three hours while we was at school. They had to evacuate the school. Because the bayou that was neck between our apartments when we was living in Stone Forest, our apartments, our apartment complex flooded out. It's like four feet of water in the parking lot. And the fucking bayou had flooded and it was flooding the fucking school, so they had to send us home. Four hours of rain. Because it was at Braze Bayou. Mm-hmm. It's across the street from it. Yep. And Braze Bayou was fucking flooded. It looked like a goddamn river. It was white water rapids. And the rapids was hitting the fucking... Uh, hitting the side where the bridges with where Fondra go. Yeah, yeah. That bridge. Yeah, it was hitting the bridge and washing over. And it was making cars hydroplane. They had to send us home. That's when I was in the fucking sixth grade. I'm 39. And they still have <laughs> They still haven't got it right. <laughs> so, you know, that's not like most of this shit is not natural disasters. It's man-made disasters because we refuse to plan for the shit. Uh-huh. We don't require city governments. We don't require the state to plan for this shit. And then when it happened, the state be like, well, we didn't know. Bullshit you didn't know. Ain't no fucking way you didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, Ain't no way you didn't know. They know. You know what I'm saying? They just using that money. <laughs> and then you look at this. You look at this. Who is the first motherfuckers in action out there saving people? It wasn't the cops. It wasn't the fire department. Mm-hmm. Fucking Trader Truth. Rappers was out there yeah. driving around saving motherfuckers. Mm-hmm. Trader Truth. Truth. Rappers. You know, rapper from Houston. Yep. Yeah. Yeah. You know, as soon as it stopped raining, him and the Cajun Navy was out there before any other, before FEMA, before anybody else. Mm-hmm. The same thing happened in Puerto Rico. How the fuck Fat Joe get a goddamn plane to Puerto Rico before the government? Wow. Well, <laughs> right? He's Puerto Rican, then, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Let me tell you how. how? I mean, hey. You explain that shit to me. I mean, hell, first of all, look who's in goddamn office. <laughs> let's, let's, let's leave that right where that is. Look who's in office, man. Like, you know, and then you got him. Yo, yo, fuck boy. Yeah, you got him uh, going back and forth with the... This nigga Twitter beefing. With the mayor of Puerto Rico. Like, for real, bro. This nigga. You know? Like for real, but uh, look, man. This, like I say, this shit. We refuse to we refuse to address these issues before they become emergencies. 
Because a hurricane is not a tornado. A tornado can just appear. Yeah. You got maybe, if you're lucky, you got hours, an hour warning when they, if it, before yeah. it hits. But you know. You see hurricanes coming. You know. You see a hurricane. You got days, sometimes weeks. Yeah. If you're at the coast, you can see it coming. Yeah. I mean, once it once if it, you're in land, well, no, once it once it hits land, it's no longer it it it, it becomes a tropical storm. storm. Yeah, once it hits land, it becomes a tropical storm. When it's in the water, when it's out there on the water, you see it coming. It may it may curve right as it's hitting land, but you know what's coming your way. Yeah, you it's know like, you're in a possible yeah. path. Like they have a cone and they show you, like, yeah. look, this is where it could hit. So you motherfuckers should know that, if, like, like if, if this is in New Orleans. That's why. That's why uh, Ray Nagin got some of this shit for Katrina. It's because motherfuckers have been telling him for two weeks. Look, you might not get hit directly, mm-hmm. but this shit is getting go. It's gonna get close. Mm-hmm. They've been in the eye of a hurricane. Who me? Yeah. Uh, what year was that? Because one of them passed over. I will I will say this though. One of them passed over Puerto Rico. The unique thing about Harvey, and this was fucked up, is Harvey hit Houston, turned, yeah, went out over the ship channel. Cause when it hit Houston, it was a two. Mm-hmm. Went over the ship channel, picked up strength in the ship channel, turned into a three, and went back inland and went back over Houston. Yeah. That's why it didn't stop raining for eight days. The motherfucker went out. And came back the fucking. <laughs> yeah, it rained, man. It rained for a long like fucking day. Hard, hard. Not, not rain. And... I'm talking about like, yeah, that shit was fucked. Like, like, like God, like God sat back and drank forty forties and let go. Back to back to back to back. Crazy. (laughs) Hey, man, I'm I'm just glad. Yeah. That. You know, it could have been a lot worse than what it was. Yeah. It was an eye opener. Uh, Hopefully, we learn something from this shit, and I, us as a people, uh, us as, as as citizens. Yeah. We learn to address this shit before it become a goddamn problem. Problem. I'm I'm hoping that happens. Uh, I'm glad that the motherfuckers. Uh, shout out to Mattress Mac. That motherfucker been holding down Houston <laughs> since before I was born. So Mattress Mac, hey man, yeah. my mom bought her first fucking uh, dinette set from that motherfucker. Hey. Our first dinette set in Houston was from Mattress Mac. Say so, hey, man, I guarantee you where he goes. When he goes, when Magic Mac goes, man, they gon' they gonna damn near have to ride him around the city of Houston, cause it's gonna be a a, a, a ticker tape for him. Dead ass serious. I got a skateboard for Magic Mac. Yeah, guys. brother. <laughs> Magic Mac is more. Magic Mac is the only other person that could be more iconic in Houston is Marvin Zindler. Oh yeah. Eyewitness news. Slam in the ice machine. <laughs> Yeah, yeah, they, they gonna, gonna put that, that nigga statue right to right next to Elijah. <laughs> you feel me? 
Hey. Hey, it's some, it's some use. That's some used shit right there. Mm-hmm. Just talking about slime and the ice machine. Slime. He was uh, he was the news. He dude. was the news guy. He, he was smooth as fuck too. He used to wear this white suit mm. with the with the with the red blue blockers. With his, oh, with his gray hair. Hell yeah, Marvin Zindler. My guy. Eyewitness hey, news. My guy. Yeah, but he was the one. Like if he was on if he was on your doorstep, you was in some trouble. If he wasn't there to praise you. He was there to put a microscope under your ass, on your ass. Yeah, and no restaurant and, and the microscope he put, people paid attention oh, yeah. to. Oh motherfucker, that that nigga could shut down a restaurant. Yeah, he shut down a restaurant chain. Yeah, but nobody fucking with Marvin. Fuck the board of health. Marvin's in the show up on your that motherfucker start sweating. Board of health sitting there like, man, what the we didn't know about this shit. <laughs> yeah, for real. Man, yeah, that was 13. Channel 13? Channel 13. Hell yeah. Channel 13. Hey. That's that's some H-Town shit. Legend. <laughs> Legend. So what else going on, man? Oh, uh, while we on this Houston shit, mm-hmm. just want to say, uh, right now it was midnight. It was 1.30 right now. But uh, first of all, happy New Year's Eve. These motherfuckers, this shit going to be out. Sometime later today, mm. but December 29th, the late great Pimpsey's birthday, he would have been uh, what 44? Yeah, he'd have been 44 because he's five years older than me. The exactly, trillist, five man. years older than me. Yeah, the trillist king. All you motherfuckers, you niggas didn't know what swag was before Pimp C came along. Uh, <laughs> put it in your face, <laughs> smoke something, bitch. Hey, <laughs> God damn it! I grew up on Pimp C. Man, it's mostly, wrong. mostly from living with Terry and Gerald. <laughs> right. mostly, mostly, mostly from that. Mostly, he, but he died in his sleep, right? Yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, you know, good soul gone too soon, man. Uh, Put music in this southern hip hop shit. Yeah, pioneer, underground legend, underground king. Uh, Grammy nominated. Yes, sir. Grammy nominated. Um, kept the city together too. He was the one that broke the peace between the north and the south. So you feel me? Uh-huh. I mean, he could move mountains, man. He could make. He could make. He could make. He could make anything happen. It was a good dude, man. Um. I I I remember, because um, I you know I do music too, but uh, I remember I had him come speak at a, because I I used to um, work work with the youth department at a church I grew up in, and I had him come speak at the Saturday, uh, one Saturday with to the kids that we were working with, and you know, and he came and. Uh, man, it was inspirational to those kids, and it was just the fact. And, and he was always when I asked him, he was you know cool. And one thing that I have to say about that brother, he always like called me by my name, name. You know what I'm saying? My government name. And he was very respectful like that. He was like, "Yeah, Gerald, I do anything for you," because he was really about the community and about unity, you know what I'm saying? You hear different things in his music, and that was him being who he was, you know what I'm saying? He was Pimp C, and 
he stood on that, but he was a lot more than just what the name implied. You know what I mean? Chad Butler was a genuine dude, and he represented Port Arthur and being trill to the fullest. So all of those out there that, you know, that, that use that word, and 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 say what they say, you know what I'm saying? For us being from Port Arthur, it's our life. It's a way of life to us. It's not just a word, you know. Some people think they understand what it means or because they hear what people say that it means or the definition of it, but the truth of that word is that it means who we are as a community being from Port Arthur. And don't get me wrong, the land of the trill has expanded, but the real land of the trill is Port Arthur, Texas. You know what I'm saying? The, the, the foundation of what the land of the trill is is Port Arthur, Texas. So that is us, and that's what that word represents, our life, how we live, how we love each other, how we stand, how we fall. So... Salute to you, bro. That was dumb. God damn it. Shit fucked me up. Is it, you know it's fucked up? Because I didn't know we had the same birthday until he died. Wow. Yeah. I never, it never even occurred to me yeah. until, until then. Yeah. You're right. I never really thought about it either. Because I drove through. I was, I was, it was fucked up. Because when I found out, uh, I was driving back from, I was driving back from somewhere, but I was driving through Houston. Mm. And I was listening to 97.9 And they announced that he died And Matt Hatter was uh, uh, The RZA From Wu-Tang Clan Had called in And he said He called and he paid his respects On the radio And he said the reason why he wanted to call Was because when Old Dirty Bastard died the first person to call him was Pimp C. Wow. That speaks volumes, bro. <laughs> he like, said the first person, he was like, he was like, and he was like, because he was like, I know what it's like to lose somebody that close to you. And man, he was just like, if you need anything, I'm here. And yeah. he said, that's all Pimp C said to him. And he said, peace. And then he was like, he hung the phone up. And he said that touched him so much that when he heard that Pimp C died, he was like, I had, you know. Yeah. I mean, he's true. like, I had to get in contact. I had to pay my respects. And I was like, God damn. And then they talked about it. And they was like, he died and, it, and blah, blah, blah. And they said it with his birthday. I was like, holy shit. It's like, I've been listening to this motherfucker my whole, almost my whole life. And didn't know. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, kept himself. He was a genuine person, real dude, man. Yeah, like, that shit, that shit hurt. Yeah, it hurt me more than like his like I never knew Pimp C. I didn't grow up in Port Arthur. Mm. I've been there enough. <laughs> yeah, real talk. <laughs> you know, but but I was like, like it was, it was like somebody I knew. Yeah, I mean that shit hurt. Yeah, I mean because it, and, and it, it, it kind of stung a lot to people because when he came home from jail, man. It was that it was the movement going on. You know what I'm saying? People were waiting for this man to come home because they knew something beautiful was going to happen. 
we just knew it, you know what I'm saying? And it was all in motion, you know what I'm saying? It was, everything was popping and wheels were turning, you know? So it's like, and and then, yeah. That yeah, took me three years, three or four years to get used to the music here in Texas. Mm. That DJ Screw. Mm. And you had Paul Wall and, you know, yeah. uh, Bun B, Pimp C. Couldn't get into it, really? but it took me a while. You know, it's, it's like I, I I could listen to it, but I wouldn't, you know. Yeah, I mean, you from you know, it's like uh, you know, that's what that's that's like that's what um, people don't really get or understand. I think about Texas, you know, like everything that we do is a way of is a way of life for us the music everything you know what i'm saying that's why it's you know people can imitate it or try to you know try to i don't want to say duplicate it try to try to find a, a a niche with it but i've always said that no one, you know, you got rappers that rap fast, Bone Thugs and Harmony, everybody do their thing. You got other rappers that do this and do that, but no one rides a beat mm. the way we do. Yeah. No one rides a beat the way we do. I'm talking about Texas. Nobody, Southeast Texas. Nobody sounds like Texas, but Texas. Exactly. No one. They can try to imitate it, but you—if you don't have—if if you're not from here, it, it's something about. See, you know what it yeah. is. Though? Is 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 this the thing that? And this. And I'm not talking like, about. I'm not talking necessarily talking about flow. That's a whole nother entity in itself. You know what I'm saying? Flowing. I'm talking about. Nah, it's a sound because like. When you hear a motherfucker rap, sometimes you can't pinpoint where they from. Yeah. Sometimes you like, ah, I don't know, he, I don't know, he this, he that. Yeah. But what there's a sound from Texas that when you hear that motherfucker talk, within four or five words, you know that motherfucker got to be from Texas from somewhere. Yeah. Yeah. Because I... Like this, the, the thing that always pissed me off is when, like, when No Limit and like Cash Money and them got hot and all this other shit. And they was like, "Well, they the first one." I was like, "No, they not. No, they not. How you gonna sit up there talking about Master P? Uh, no Limit was the first uh, major Southern label. Like, you ain't never heard of fucking Jay Prince. You ain't never heard of rap a lot. Exactly." And the other thing is, is growing up in Houston, it's something that I ain't realized until I, like, when I went back to L.A. to go visit my pops, mm -hmm. or when I was in the Marines and I went to other places or whatever. Growing up in Houston, yeah, like, occasionally you hear a Wu-Tang song, occasionally you'll hear some, some West Coast shit, like when Dre and Snoop and them got popping and shit. But we had our own fucking legends down here. Exactly. You hear you hear UGK on the radio on the regular. You hear Scarface and, and, and yeah, the rapper. They was playing Tulo and fucking Big Mike. Yeah. 
and fucking uh, Pimp the Pin was on the radio all Swab summer House. when I yeah Swab House Tila like our they shit oh that show no shit was killing yeah. they played they played uh, that do it our Pope Pimp shit yeah. on the radio so much I thought them motherfuckers was from here and they from Chicago yeah you know we set tones man. like we had our own shit down here so when I went to other places mm-hmm. and I didn't hear Houston I was like y'all ain't on this shit <laughs> but and what's crazy now if you really pay attention to New York you know 50 started it you know kind of kind of kind of found that niche to where he could sound yeah, somewhat sound down, like sound a southern rapper yeah. you know what I'm saying but if you I really pay it. attention to him now Everything that is Southern Texas Southern, that's what they doing up there or trying to do up there. Because there's only two distinct sounds. Well, no, I take that back. There's three distinct sounds in the, in the, from the South. There's that Houston shit. There's New Orleans bounce. Yeah. There's that Atlanta trap shit. That's it. There's only three original sounds from the South. Yeah. And Miami. Yeah, well, you know what? That's what's fucked up is I never count Miami as a South, but it is the South. South, yeah, in Miami, because Uncle Luke, Cause, yeah, Uncle oh, Luke yeah. is, yeah, salute to Luke, salute. God damn Uncle it! Luke. If they had a Luke biopic out <laughs> in the next five years, hey, it is what it is. Did bro. we forget about what Outcast? No, no. Did we forget about no, 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 no. See, no, no, no. See, you're, you're, you're not, you're, you're talking about something that comes. After the foundation, Uncle Luke is the foundation. Uncle Luke is the foundation. Uncle Luke is the foundation. Outcast and and Goody Mob ain't got nothing to do with. No, Luke. we're talking about no, no, no. Hip-hop. We're talking about Southern hip hop. That is Southern no, hip hop. No, that's we're saying the first major Southern artist was Luke. Yes, and he was with, the first. But the the thing where well, and then where, came that Houston shit, yeah, and then you could go with that Memphis shit mm-hmm. because of uh, Ball and G and yeah. uh, Three Six, yeah, early Three Six, mm-hmm. Ghetto Boys, and then you get to Atlanta, then you get to Atlanta, and then Outcast, and then Outcast and Dungeon Family. Now the only reason why I didn't label them is because that's not an Atlanta sound, that's a Dungeon Dude, family sound because yes. don't nobody else sound like Dungeon Family. <laughs> exactly. Nobody has do name another art. Another name another artist outside of Dungeon Family that sound like Dungeon Family from Atlanta. You can't because organized noise was an entity in itself, and that no one can. No one has nobody else. No artist from, from Atlanta. Atlanta. No Even one. motherfucker. Fucking Future is Rico Sway's. Nephew or some shit. For real. Fuck is Rico Swayze. The motherfucker. He's the the lead producer. Sound dude from Organized Noise. Rico Swayze. Yeah. Hold on. All right. So you remember uh, they first video? Trying to. Was it was Outkast's first video? Uh, uh, Southern Atlantic. Playlistic. No, Southern Playlistic. Yeah, Southern Playlistic. Funky music. So you know the the dude that's walking through with his shirt off, eating the cereal. Yeah, that's, that's Rico. Rico. Yeah. That's Future's uncle. Dungeon cousins, Family. Cousins Dungeon, the like organized noise was the production for the, of, of Dungeon, the Dungeon family. family, and Rico is the was the is the is the is uh, head. head of that. You know what I'm saying? So uh, and Sleepy uh, Brown fell into that category, but it was Rico 
Sleepy came out later on in the day. He came, Sleepy he came out, but he was a artist, part of it. But he, he was, was part, part of the production, production team from the beginning. Yeah. And he was a motherfucker doing hooks. It was him I and Cool I didn't hear nothing about Sleepy till uh, Outcast, like, as second. As an artist. As an artist. No, not as an artist. On their album. Okay, but that's because he wasn't spoke of. Rico wasn't really spoke no, of. You heard a name. You heard a name, but you never really heard about. No one really knew who organized organized noise was. You just heard the name, so you, no one could differentiate who that was. But in that, Rico was the lead. Then, as everything started to blossom for the Dungeon Family, then you started to hear about Sleepy Brown mm. and this person, Big Rube, who was the poetry guy. Yeah, you know what Big I'm saying? Rube had a whole fucking interlude on the you thing. Yeah, hardly nobody know who the fuck yeah. Big Rube is. Society Which is one? Huh? Big Rube. The interlude. He had the fucking poetry interlude on the fucking... Which uh, one? I can't remember the name of the fucking the song, but it was on the first album. It was toward the end. Yeah. Big Rube. Uh, fucking Cool Breeze. Cool Breeze was... Uh, uh, Freddie Calhoun? Yeah. He's the motherfucker who coined the phrase Dirty South. See, right. now, I, I'm, I'm trying to figure out what... But nobody, he, nobody knew who the fuck he was until his album came out. I'm just saying, bro. Like, you guys, like, you know... Yeah, this is... You gotta know, this is the foundation of, of, of what Atlanta would become. But no artist after Outkast ever... Ever... Uh, no artist coming from Atlanta ever really. They never picked that torch up. Picked that torch up that Outkast laid out, that, that organized noise and Outkast and them laid out there. I mean, hell. Goody Mob tried. Goody Mob was part of Goody Mob did Goody Mob. They didn't try, they were a part of it. But they I'm talking had about one album. No, I'm talking no Goody Mob made their own Goody Mob evolved, bro. Like you it's it's not a it's not that they tried. Goody Mob is and 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 were and are who they are. Goody Mob, Goody you know what I'm saying? Goody Mob like, is as much a part of that sound. I understand yeah. that, but as only that they just never got but that we're talking, I'm not talking about, you. I'm talking about those that came after that. Like these D4Ls, the, you know, everything came. And snap. Snap. And see, Lil John switched everything with his crunk crossing. Okay, but no one, no one imitated or even came close to sounding what, or sounding what, like what organized noise and outcast sound like. You know what I'm saying? No one from Atlanta. Yeah. Like, all right. So, like, we put it this way: that New Orleans bounce shit. That shit started with DJ Jubilee. Yeah. But you could see the influence in Mystical. You could see it in in mm -hmm. No Limit. You could see it all through Do fucking it. Cash Money. Yeah. So they took that shit and, and they expanded on it, but they never lost that. Yeah. Like even now, motherfuckers that come out out of New Orleans, mm -hmm. they still mm -hmm. sound, they still got that bounce. Mm -hmm. That doo -doo 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 -doo, yeah. that 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 fucking that hi hat. Yeah. That quick ass hi hat. Yeah. That's it. Every fucking yeah. every New Orleans artist has that fucking sound on their album. Yeah. And the, the New Orleans will never lose that. Ain't nobody sound like fucking man. Ain't nobody sounds like Dungeon Fan. Yeah. To tell the truth, the motherfuckers, the motherfucker that that really did this, uh, that trap shit, you can go, you can look back at it. Pastor Troy was early with that shit. Uh, what's his name? OJ the Juice Man. Mm -hmm. Fucking T.I. Early T.I. You feel me? Is more trap 
And he had more of an influence on the motherfuckers in Atlanta now. Yeah. Then then Dungeon Family. Yeah, because I mean, Dungeon Family was Dungeon Family. And <laughs> and like Cause the thing is, you listen to you listen to every fucking artist that that breaks out of Memphis. They all sound like a, they all sound like a of some variation of uh, uh, either uh, of either uh, three six, yeah, or eight ball and MJG to some degree, yeah. Like they picked that torch up and they ran with it. Nobody ran with that Dungeon Family trip. Yeah, I mean, but no, like the thing was, that I don't think nobody was ready to run with that. Like they were so, no. they were so different, man. Because what's funny is the rhyme style and the patterns. You could hear it in Killer Mike, mm-hmm. but because LP doing the beats for Running Jewels, yeah, the sounds not there. Exactly, you know what I mean. But the thing is, is Killer Mike is from Dungeon Family. Yeah. Like, for some reason, for some reason in Atlanta, that influence didn't expand past yeah. Dungeon Family. And I have no fucking idea why. Oh. I have no idea why. But Houston, from the day Ghetto Boys hit, <laughs> yeah. everybody from Houston, not that they all sound the same, mm-hmm. but they all got that thing. There's all that thing. It's just like everybody from the Bay. Sound like some variation on E forty or, or yeah. too short. Yeah, even even the hyphy thing, yeah. it still comes across with that, you know, yeah. that, that 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 uh sick with it sound. It's all sprinkle me. Yeah, <laughs> it's all some version of I mean, sprinkle. That's what it is, you know. Uh, and and UGK had its own sound. That's true. You know, Chad was the Chad was the was the uh, the wheel behind that sound? See, that's you know what I'm funny. saying. It's like I always say, it's production. I always say that the the three people that influence the most is Face brought a lyricism to hip to Southern hip hop. Yeah, like a, an ability to tell stories. Yeah, and capture you with telling yeah. stories. Like when when you, when you listen to a Scarface song, that shit is a movie. Like exactly. you can see exactly, exactly what the what fuck he's saying. He's saying. Exactly. And Bun B brought—he's our southern lyrical miracle motherfucker, y'all. Because Bun wordplay, I mean, is off the chart. Bun smart in a motherfucker. He's still like to this day, to this day, bro. That Bun has some of the dopest verses you will ever hear. Oh, right, coming dirty. from Ryan Dirty, oh, coming God. from. You know what I'm saying? Dang. Murder, his verse on murder is 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 iconic, iconic God. forever. But he killed Riding Dirty. And right, yeah. He that whole album, album, he killed that fucking album. Yeah, he did. But but the thing that Pimp brought to it is Pimp brought a soul to it. Yeah. Pimp, Pimp, Pimp was the was the blues. He was BB King. Mm-hmm. And that's Texas really hip hop, and that's what it is with the PA thing now. Like we, you know, even with Inner Soul, you know, what I'm saying Inner Soul Records, DJ DMD, we. That's what it is with PA. We 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 have that essence of what soul is in our music. You know what I mean? 
I'm not sitting there trying to throw a monkey wrench in anything y'all about to say because, you know, y'all the only two motherfuckers know what y'all talking about. Now, whenever I moved down here, it took me years to get used to Pimp C, UGK, all that other bullshit. Okay. Uh, excuse me. Okay. All that other stuff. Okay. Uh, DJ Screw. Okay. Yeah, well, screw is a whole different thing. Yeah, uh, that's why I say flow is a different is a different entity in itself. Now, you are right when you said what you said about Goody Mob, because what, I, what I'm about to get ready to say uh, came well way after. Did I say Goody Mob? Yeah. Okay, I said, okay, it's Goody Mob. I meant um, Ghetto Boys. Mm-hmm. Because I had Goody Mob on my mind. Yeah, okay. But when Goody Mob came out in 91, 92. Ghetto Boys or Goody Mob? Goody Mob. Okay, Goody Mob. Goody Mob. Was that 90? Damn, was it that long ago? Yeah. 91, 92. No, no, Cell Therapy is 94. Cell Therapy is Goody Mob. Yeah, no, that's 93. Outcast. I mean, Outcast, Outcast, Outcast. Yeah, Outcast. Outcast was, yeah, 9192. I meant Outcast. Yeah, Outcast, 9192. I'm saying. Now, whenever they came out with AT Aliens. Yeah, that was 96. 96. All the storytelling. Mm-hmm. Y'all were talking about, you know. Now, you can't sit here and dismiss that. We're not, I understand. We're not, we're not, it's not a dis like, see, that's, that's where, that's where you're, it's like you're, you're trying, to, it's not that you, it's not that we're dismissing outcasts. Mm-hmm. We're not dismissing them. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? But for us and our understanding of mm-hmm. what the foundation of Southern Texas hip hop or even Southern hip hop is, outcasts doesn't play a part in that well, not. because they weren't even existing when we're what we're, what we're talking about. There was no outcast. There was no outcast when, 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 when we were talking about. Came out. Yeah, outcast wasn't a part of that. I understand that. And the outcast, outcast was after the. Okay, I understand. You, you understand what I'm saying? UGK, UGK started in '88. Yeah, it's like that. None of you know what I'm saying. Too hard to swallow was. Way before Outkast even, you know what I'm saying? See, I can't argue that because you guys are talking shit that I don't know nothing about. But I mean, but the only way you wanna, but that's the point. It's the only way you're gonna know. See, you, you, you want to put, you want to put Outkast somewhere in an era that they don't. Outkast, Outkast made Southern hip hop national. National, yeah, that's what they did. So we can't, but we can't ever discredit what they said. The foundation of what Southern hip hop was Mm -hmm. was was built on Uncle Luke, Mm -hmm. Scarface, Ghetto Boys, UGK, UGK, Eight Ball, MJG, Three Six, Three Six Mafia, Suave House, which was Tila. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, other Memphis yeah. artists and all these. This other was before Outkast even well, came into play. I remember Three Six Mafia when they had like uh, 15, 30 motherfuckers in the group. Yeah. Okay. Then what happened? I mean, they broke up. They broke up. What was that bitch's name that was in that motherfucker? That was a gangster boo. Gangster boo. Oh shit! That was gangster boo. Gangster boo. Oh shit! Yeah. 
Gangsta boo. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, I'm not, we can't discredit what they're saying. But if you go in chronological order. That was fucking gangsta boo. Outcast is Yo. 10, 15 years down the line from Yo. From what we're talking about that that made, that, 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 that saturated our ears mm. and made us love. Like, that's the, the thing. The South as hip hop. You know what I'm saying? It's coming from where we from. Like, yeah, of course we loved all that. Like, look, and I was born in California. I love West Coast hip hop. Uh-huh. I love it, but I was raised here. I don't know nothing a whole lot about West Coast hip hop. I don't. Yeah, we no, see this too. King T. And he was from Texas. That DLC was from Texas. Texas. You know what I'm saying? And tell the truth. One of the most influential motherfuckers in East Coast hip hop is from because Premier's from Houston. Exactly. DJ Premier. And Gang fucking star. and there's no they ain't no fucking they ain't no yeah. Yes. Oh shit. Yes. Went to pray every year and now. Well no, Gangstar was from Houston. Oh, yeah, Primo, Primo is from Primo, Houston. the DJ. I thought you said Gangstar. No, I'm so, saying that was Primo, Primo DJ Gangstar. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? From Houston. But Gangstar would not be Gangstar without Primo's sound. He was the producer. He and they, the ain't no, they ain't no G-Funk era without the DLC. Because the DLC was, was the first motherfucker to write for Dre. Exactly. He's from Texas. He's from Dallas. Dallas. DLC is from Dallas. And no one can do it better. The grand finale, all that shit. That motherfucker yeah. from Texas. That's the influence of Texas <laughs> in hip hop, bro. See, one thing that I always so I will say. Now, as far as uh, California... Texas. Hmm. Now, this is going to go from hip hop onto blues onto. Uh, let's say, let's just, I'm going to stop it at blues. One thing I really <clears throat> like about um, the stuff that was going on in um, California, Dre. Easy, you know, uh, NWA, NWA. Yeah. had a certain sound. Mm-hmm. Dre left went to New York, took that sound with him. See what I'm saying? As far as, uh, okay, well, no, no, I might be saying some fucked up shit. When he left NWA, and he went wherever he went. Mm-hmm. He still kept that same sound. Uh, cherry top. That that winding sound. Okay. Uh, he would sample the funkadelic shit. Yeah. You know. Mm-hmm. It would sound the same. Okay. Uh, MGA. Is that is that his name? Did I say it right? Who? Uh, MC8. Yeah. MC8. Listening to him talk, the first two words come out of his mouth, you know where he's from. Okay. But then he's rapping. You know he's from LA. Okay. Sound the same. Let's take it to Texas. Mm-hmm. Let's take it to, let's say, blues. Okay. It just seems like to me, everybody that picked up a guitar, playing the blues, they all sounded the same. 
talking to a handful of people, it was because of uh, Vaughn. Jimmy Vaughn is his name? Steve Ray Vaughn. CB, CB Ray Vaughn. His brother is Jimmy Vaughn. Mm -hmm. Everyone wanted to sound like him. Okay. But then I come down here, you know, I'm listening, I'm walking down 6th Street and whatnot, whenever blues was everywhere. Mm. Everybody sounded the same. Okay. But that's the blues. That is the blues. Yeah, the blues is, the blues sounds like the blues. You know, it's, there's no different, there's, there's, to me, there's no different. No differentiation of what the blues is. It sounds you can go to, uh, like what it sounds you can, like. You can go. You can tell the difference between Chicago blues, Tennessee blues, and the difference between Texas blues. Maybe the way people play, but that's but that's the play of an instrument. That's not production. It's a difference, bro. It's a difference from producing and playing a song. Mm -hmm. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, there's a certain twang yeah. that all takes music. Yeah, there's a there's a difference to there's a difference to production. But see, the thing is, play. is that when you look at when you look at the it's progression, when you listen to the progression of Texas music, like yeah, there's a certain point, especially if you're in Central Texas, because mm -hmm. it's what Spider House is a matter of fucking fact. All the motherfucking rappers that are up there freestyling, whatever the fuck it may be. Each and every single one of them assholes that are up there on that motherfucking stage, they sound the motherfucking same. Am I wrong? One, because half of them couldn't rap. This <laughs> is the truth. Okay. Half of them couldn't rap. But like, am I wrong? No. Am no. I wrong? No, you're not wrong. But this is the thing. All right, so I'll put it this way. All right, so the, to, I don't want to hear it. It's because they're from Texas. No, no, no. Oh, to quickly do it being from Texas. To that quickly to, do to quickly address. The Stevie Ray Vaughan thing. Mm -hmm. That's mostly because we're in Central Texas. Okay. And he's just a hero down here. Because he made it big. No. What? Yeah. Basically. Mm -hmm. I mean, they have a fucking statue of the dude yeah. on the fucking on the lake. So, yeah, he has a big influence here. Mm -hmm. But, like, our uncle, uh, Uncle Inel. Yeah. He played the blues his whole life. Sang, played, played with Pine Top. Play with uh with money. You ever heard anybody say like that? Sound like Steve Ray Vaughan? No, no. Did, has anybody ever said Pine Top tried Stop. to be like Steve Ray Vaughan? Stop. Black people did not sound like white people. I'm sorry. Okay. But that's that's my point, point though. That's the that's that's what that's we're saying, bro. Like you're, that, <laughs> you're talking about the influence of the people here. Yeah. That's not here is not the rest of Texas. Like motherfucking rappers from from Austin, like they got that dude. Uh, what was his name? Uh, Duron. I don't know. I don't. know. It, it's a dude from Austin. Mm -hmm. And yeah, he sounds like a Texas artist. Mm -hmm. He don't sound like nobody from Houston. Okay. Because his influences it's are different. from here. Okay. I mean, hey, bro, you got to look at it like this. And that's the other thing. It's the most famous motherfucker, because I guarantee you this right now. You listen to a kid from, from here right now, he ain't trying to sound like Jimmy Ray, uh, Steve Ray Vaughn. He trying to sound like uh, like Gary Clark. Okay. Because that's who's popular now. Okay. I was in... Um... Even with hip-hop, like, Austin, Austin rappers... It's kind of hard to differentiate because uh, it depends on 
what their connection to the music is here. Because you got cats from here that emulate Houston yeah. rappers. You know what I'm saying? But then you also have hip-hop heads here. Yeah, you got lyrical miracle motherfuckers who favorite rappers and Eminem, and they exactly. try to sound like Eminem. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean... Because um, the, the, thing, the thing that... All right, so... And and don't get me wrong. When I say half the motherfuckers at Spider House couldn't rap, I don't mean they don't have no talent. Like when when, when you went up there, mm-hmm. you got stage presence, you got flow. Just because you've been doing it, yeah, I'm, I, for you know, a long fucking time, you're a professional rapper and a professional performer. Yeah, and half of them kids up there. That was their first, second, third, fourth time on stage. Yeah. And they sound exactly <coughs> like a motherfucker who's their first, third, fourth time on stage. Yeah. I feel you. So they get up there. I'm different than most people. Anyway. I'm a blah, 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 blah. And they got a real rudimentary yeah. thing. Like, and their lyrics ain't that. And, and that's part of their thing. It's just like they got that joke. Where that dude get on, uh, where he get on the thing and he he like how every Houston rapper sound. Mm-hmm. I'm gonna go down. Oh yeah, yeah. I'm gonna do this. I'm gonna make it uh, and uh, take a shit. Yeah. <laughs> because that's the way motherfuckers from Texas when they don't know that's what they are doing. Yeah, they that's the way they sound. That's the way they flow. That's flow. When when I was in uh, Florida, mm-hmm. okay, in, in February, um, and my cousin went to the cigar bar. Oh, hold on. I forgot one person. Who was that? Big influence in the South. Trick Daddy. Go ahead. I, just, I didn't want really to trick out the... I, I like trying to find his card. I, I can't find his card to say his name. Okay. Um, they didn't say where he was from. Anybody like huh? it? Yeah, yeah, I'll take another one. They didn't say where he was from. Anything. They just said his name. He's here playing. And then he started playing. Mm-hmm. I didn't even five minutes into it. I looked and looked at him, and I was like, "I said it out loud. You're from fucking Austin, aren't you?" Okay. And he's started, you know, and he, and he was from Austin. Okay. The sound that I'm t- I'm trying to tell you about. Okay. The thing. Well, okay, bro. The. But that it's like okay. There are when it comes when it comes to and this is and this and this is and this is a reality. When it comes to I'm just talking about blues, not rap. I mean, it's anything. When it comes to creativity. Creativity and originality. There are only going to be a select few that are able to harness both and spread it. You know what I'm saying? Because everyone, everyone, myself included, is a imitation of someone when they begin. You know what I'm saying? 
you have the rarest of ones who it's completely could, original when they come out completely yeah. original you know what i'm saying but artists that who are yeah and are true artists you know what i'm saying we we, 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 yeah, we borrow, we evolve. You know what I'm saying? Now, you have those that you have to learn from somewhere. Like, I, you know, there's no, there's no, you know what I'm saying? There's no way for me to get around it. When I first started, when, when, when I first fell in love with hip hop, you know what I'm saying? Eric B., I mean, Rakim was, you know what I'm saying? The God was who I, not emulated, but that's, who stuck with me the most. You know what I'm saying? So that's what I built on. Did I sound like him? No. You know what I mean? But I I, I listened and, and recited and said a lot of things. And then I was able to cultivate myself to become who I am. You know what I'm saying? And, and most people that hear me now will say, hey, you know, you don't sound like, you know what I'm saying? You don't sound like a, a, a Southern rapper, which I don't. You know what I'm saying? Oh, the best, the best uh, modern example of that, Saha the Prince. Oh yeah, that no dope on Sundays. That motherfucker from Atlanta. That nigga bars you to death. Yeah, I never heard of him for my life. He's the writer for Kanye. Yeah, he wrote half of Kanye's shit. Yeah, all of his I, best shit. Well, that's why you never heard of him. That's why. Unless you read the line of notes on Kanye shit, mm-hmm. you wouldn't know because he wasn't on the. He album. is Kanye West ghostwriter. You feel me? He wasn't, his voice wasn't on the albums. His words were on the album. You know what I'm saying? And you listen to it, I'm telling you right now. No Dope on Sunday. That shit came out like two weeks ago. Yeah. That shit, one of the most fire albums this year. That's his thriller. That's his thriller. That shit is crazy. (laughs) And and to to hear him, Mm -hmm. other than that, other than when he really get into his shit, Mm -hmm. when you hear him talk, yeah, and you hear that accent, you hear that Atlanta accent, but when that motherfucker, you would never think that motherfucker from the same right, from right. the same exactly same city as the fucking Migos. You would never, never think that shit. But see, that's what I'm that's that's what I'm saying. Like you know, it's a lot of people from that area from Atlanta. You know, that they they it's it's hard to that it's hard to pinpoint what an Atlanta sound is. You have one, but. You have artists that are from Atlanta who don't even sound like they would be from Atlanta. You know what I'm saying? But then you have what people consider to be Atlanta music now, trap music, mumble rap, whatever, and you got some artists that don't even sound like that. You know what I'm saying? Goddamn, man. So you mean to tell me most of this mumble rap come out of Atlanta? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, the Migos. Yeah. Lil Yachty. All of them designer, are, designer from no designer from Brooklyn. He from Brooklyn. Okay. Yeah, that's what I thought he was from. I thought he was from. I thought he was from Atlanta. Nah, that's a, that's the thing because he sounds just like Future. But in Future, he from Atlanta. But this is crazy. Shit. All of that is a facade because, bro, I heard this dude like, you know, I can't stand Timmy Turner. That song. Yeah, that's a, oh God. I can't stand that song. But do you know I saw this dude on. Motherfucking wilding out, and he went in on the um on a few little yeah. things that they you know the little things that they have. He picked up he would he rapped, and I was like, okay, you plan a you plan a part like this yeah. dude really can go in if he chooses to. 
You know what I'm saying? That's the thing that fucked me up is because people say Offset can rap. And he probably, you know what? If you really pay attention, if you really listen to Offset's verse on Bad and Bougie, it's dope. If you really, people, Clown did talk about raindrops, drop top. But if you really listen to what he's saying and his delivery is not a whack verse. It's really not. Lil Uzi surprised me on that song. I'm just saying, like, if you would... I've never actually listened to the fucking lyrics. Like, okay. if you would listen to them, you know what I'm saying? Like, it, it we don't we don't want to accept Come it. Come on, man. What the fuck is the name of the damn song you just sent me to talk bad about? And bougie. Bad and Bougie. Bad and Bougie. My chick, is my the chick one... is Bad and Bougie. Okay, well, stop, stop, stop. Because uh-huh. I never heard it. Okay. But this is the one that people are talking about, like the, the raindrop. Yeah, yeah, drop top. Drop top. She's top, top, top. Yeah. Yeah. Bad Yeah. Like, if you really listen to what they are, like, really just listen to what they're saying in the song, that's why I don't, I don't, I get Migos now. I don't consider them, people consider that mumble rap because it was like, but I don't consider them a part of like Lil Yachty, he's a mumble rapper. You know what I'm saying? Lil Uzi's playing a part. And, What's and, the name of that song again? Bad and, Bad and Bougie. You know what I'm saying? The only one that kind of like just, oh, but if you really listen to him, take off. Got something with him too, but it's just the way they deliver. They have this whole little Cypress Hill Gat like togetherness in their delivery. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Come on, man. Let me just play it on here so we can actually hear it on the thing. Yeah, you got it. Play it. Yeah. Play it. Yeah. If yeah. you listen, and I'm and I'm not praise like I get it. I get. I I I kind of get the Migos because they are not what I see them as is they are young cats that were in the streets and they talk about what they have been through and. It's not, it's just the way they deliver it. But they are really saying something. It's not, it's not necessarily something that's positive or something that's eclectic. But they play with their words the way they play with their words. You know what I'm saying? Okay. Raindrops, drop top, smoking home kick in a hot box. It's just like a hot box is sitting in a car with the windows up, smoking. Till it smoked that. That was a hot box, is man. Um, Hold on, let me let me. But that's what I'm right. saying. Like you know, you know, we're gonna listen to a little bit of this shit. I mean, offsets offsets versus the first one anyway. Niggas, you know, so we ain't really never had no home money. We got a whole lot of new money though. If your metro don't trust you, I'm gonna shoot you.
come come for me. I swear these niggas is under me. The hate and the devil keep jumping me. That runs on me, keep me company. Hey, we did the most, most. Yeah, pull up and goes. Yeah, my diamonds a choker. Holding up fire with no holster. With the ruler, diamond cooler. Cooler. This a roller, not a mula. Dabbing on them like the usual. Magic with the brick voodoo. Magic. Court side with a bad bitch. Then I send the bitch through Uber. I'm young and rich and plus I'm bullshit. I'm not stupid, so I keep the Uzi. Backers on records, got backers on backers, so my money making my back. You niggas got a low act rate. We from the north, yeah, that way. That cookie blunt in the ashtray. Two bitches just national smash that. Hop in the limb, have a drag race. I let them burst take a bath bag. Raindrop, drop top, drop top, smoking no cooking the hot box. Fucking on your bitch, yeah, dot, dot, dot. Cooking up dope in the crock pot. We came from nothing to something, nigga. I don't try nobody, grip the trigger. Nobody call up the gang and they come and get gang. Grab me a river, give you a t-shirt. Bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. We got thudders and hundred rounds too. My bitch is bad and bullshit, bad. Cooking up dope with a oozy. My niggas are savage, ruthless. Just some straight hot ass garbage. I mean, it, it stinks. People are gonna feel how they feel about it. So but see, it sounds like garbage truck juice. I mean, I understand that, but <laughs> I garbage my thing is this: juice. like my thing is this. I'm not praising it. I'm just saying, me being the artist that I am, I didn't like. I was I was skeptical. You know what I'm saying? I'm not I'm not turned around like, oh yeah, Migos are so dope. But that was Migos. Yeah, yeah, it was Migos. I get, I get. I get their intent in how they deliver their music or how they deliver their rhymes and how the beats and everything mesh together. See, now. this is the thing. This is where I feel about Migos. It's not my it's not my kind of shit. It's not my like like this is the thing. Is I never listen to that shit in my car. Exactly. But if you come on in the club, I'm not mad. Yeah. I'm not mad. I would never buy a Migos album. I would never download to listen to a Migos album. But I have certain songs that I like. I like white t shirt. It's talking about dope. It's talking about cocaine. It's just like uh oh, oh there's another motherfucker that I didn't know. OT Genesis. Oh, he is a straight he is a straight hey. But I look at I. This is why I put him in a. This is why I this put him in a. This thing though is 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 you know you know OT Genesis is right. I don't know who the fuck that motherfucker is. Yeah, you I do because it's uh, the, uh, oh, oh, you say OG I'm in love. Genesis. OT I'm in Genesis love with the Coco. His name is OG Genesis. OT Genesis. OT Genesis. Genesis. Yes. Didn't now, know that. Yeah. Tell me, tell me where you think he's from because you seen the video. I showed you the video. Um, uh, tr- I don't know island somewhere. No. No. I don't know, Brooklyn? Nope. And where? Compton. 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 West Coast Compton. I don't know. <laughs> and, 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 and ain't nobody. Major dope dealer. Major dope dealer. But I look at it like this. And what, what I didn't know that that, that 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 pulled me in after I found this out. Buster Sergeant. Yeah. So if Bust put some put some stamp on him. But if you if you catch him on a on a funk flex freestyle, hot ninety seven, yeah, that dude ate. Look, man, I, I'm just saying, like, I, like I, it's it's a bunch of these cats that people classify as mobile rappers or classify as whatever, whatever. I don't and, consider him a mobile rapper. No, nah, I don't consider him a mobile rapper either. Yeah. Now, would I ever would I ever buy OT Genesis album? Probably no. not. Yeah, but he got some songs that I like. Yeah. I love Thick. 
Yeah, but like, it's just not my kind of shit. Like, I listen. Ooh, just like I'm, I'm in the comic books. Yeah. And, and weird fucking movies and kung fu movies and all this other shit. I'm in a nerd hip hop. I feel you. Like that's that, I'm one of the motherfuckers. Hip hop head. I am too. You know what I'm saying? I love hip hop. You know, I have rappers that I like. Yeah. But I love hip hop. I'm not I'm not pro hip hop or against anything that's not hip hop, but you yeah. know what I'm saying? My playlist is what my playlist is. You know what I'm yeah. saying? So, yeah. But, you know, at the end of the day, I write and I recite different than what I like to listen to. Yeah, it's whatever fucking, like, yeah. You like, I'm not going to... But see, this was fucked up, though. Is that I sit up here and talk about this shit, mm-hmm. right? And be like, these motherfuckers ain't talking about shit. But honestly, one of the motherfuckers I champion all the time. Luke wasn't talking about shit either. Yeah. <laughs> Luke wasn't talking about shit. Yeah. Too short. Wasn't talking about shit. But I goddamn if I don't listen to all seven and a half minutes of Freaky Tales. <laughs> when that shit come on. Yeah. I remember the first I remember the first time I heard that song. Yeah. This motherfucker was uh when I was in the eighth grade, Dick Dial in middle school. Uh uh-huh. this dude brother came to pick him up. And that motherfucker was sitting in the school parking lot blasting freaky tales. Uh, and all you get was doom, 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 doom. <laughs> that shit was, his fucking stereo was so loud, it was rattling the windows on our side of the school. Man, we ran to that window. I met this girl. Her name was J- Man, I was, God damn. <laughs> I mean, but that was like, you know, that was that was the, the, the essence. Hey, was DJ Match Mike from California? Or New York. Say Magic Mike. Uh, King of Bass. Uh, boom, 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 boom. I Magic I Mike. I forgot. DJ what Magic Mike. Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I know that name. I know what you're boom, talking boom, about. Boom, bass, boom, bass, boom, boom, bass. He was like the King of Bass or some kind of bullshit like that. Man, that sounds like some Miami shit. Hold on. That might have been. That bass. That that bass shit. That was all Miami. <laughs> I don't know if he was from New York or LA. Yeah, man. I, this is like, it, I am surprised a, y'all don't know who fucking DJ Magic Mike I've heard of him. I just don't know where he's from. Yeah, no, I know. I just can't remember where he's from either. It's been a long time since I heard that name. It's like 92 was the last time I was in the car that somebody was playing the tape. Let's see. But like it's just hmm? Yeah, it's all it's all fucking Yeah, he's from Florida. He's from Orlando. Okay. Miami based. Yeah, DJ Magic Mike. Yeah. All that 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 was all Miami based shit. That's that was the Miami sound. Yeah. My okay, yeah, the Miami bass sound. Okay. Yeah. And that still was Luke still was the pioneer. There. You know, Luke still there is no <laughs> It just evolved from all of that. You know what I'm saying? Luke still was the pioneer, bro. He was. I'm not I'm not I'm not denying it, man. I mean I'm just I'm smiling cause Luke 
That's man, that's some uh that's some strip club music, man. That shit shit bad and bougie is a goddamn strip club song. Nowadays shit. Shit. They, yeah. I'd love to see a thick bitch dancing to bad and bougie on the pole. I mean, but uh, that, hey. I mean, but Miami was strip clubs. Hey, and, no bullshit. No bullshit. But I hey. That fucking bullshit versus some Luke. Jam, that's from that's from all I fucking age group's perspective. Yeah, yeah like... If you 20, they want to hear that shit. Yeah. Strip club. You can't play no Luke for a 20-year-old. They probably would move a bitch, but, like, ain't nobody, like, dudes ain't checking to hear Luke Because right I take now. this right now. You know I'm not fucking... We listened to Luke back then because we knew that that got the party jumping. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you gotta be, you gotta be, you gotta be realistic about the timeline. I understand. You feel me? Playing shit that gets party jumping. Cause right. like you look, hey, I tell you this right that now. That shit don't sound like it's gonna get no fucking parties but jumping. Have you, ever been in a, have you ever been in the club when this shit came on? Exactly. That's Cause exactly. I have. Yeah, that's not your party. You know what I'm saying? I've been in the club when this shit came on. This shit came on when I was in D.C. at this club. I'm sorry, y'all. I got gray Jesus hairs on my balls. Right. So that has nothing to shit. do with it. It's just like what what is is it has to do with 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 um it has nothing to do with. Age, I got to take myself got people out of now that listen. Yeah, that's what we have to take ourselves away because you know we can't stop the evolution. You know what I'm saying? No matter what we what, no matter how we feel about it, I don't feel any type of way about artist that's out. My thing with it is is it's like my, my son was talking to me and he asked me about this cat, young cat that's uh XXX Tentacion. Yeah. You know, and he played some of the music and but and I asked him, I, well when he brought it up, I said, Well son, because I wanted to know, I'm like, well, what is it that what is it about his music that you relate to? You know what I'm saying? Because I've Never just outright listened, but I've heard some of his music. I heard a song. So I'm like, well, what is it? Because I'm like, he seems to be kind of violent. Not violent in his music, but he has a lot of anger and aggression. So what is it that you relate to in his music? And my son told me this. Not necessarily, it's not necessarily that I relate to his music. You know what captured him about the music? Was that someone put his music to uh, to audio for an anime cartoon that he likes. And he likes that cartoon. Okay. So he heard the music and the music fit to the yeah. action. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of yeah, the, yeah so yeah, yeah, yeah. that's what made him trigger with that. You know what I'm saying? Now, now with, with what you guys were saying, you know, as far as... Uh, I'm old and we're grown. We're grown. Give me a second. As far as uh, you know, what's what's going on right now? Yeah. I, I know it sounds kind of fucked up. I keep falling back into this song, but what's that? This song is, just keeps ringing in the back of my fucking head. <laughs> it's that pop it song. Yeah. Now, um, What's that light-skinned motherfucker's name? French Montana. Montana. No, not French Montana. He Puerto Rican or something. No, French Montana is Moroccan. Yeah. Whatever the fuck. What the fuck is that? He's from Morocco. What What the fuck is Morocco? It's, it's part of Africa. It's an island off the coast of Africa. Yeah. 
I'm talking about that other light skinned motherfucker. Uh, Michael Blackson. Not. <laughs> <laughs> you light skinned he bitch. Nah, come on, man. Um, uh, an artist? Yeah, that's on that fucking song, that Pop It song. Oh, I don't know. Hold on, let me see. Uh, uh, up, yeah. I don't know who you're talking okay, about. Okay, then who's the motherfucker that did that dial tone? Because it's Don't Stop Popping. Oh, Drake. Drake. Okay. Yeah. I used to come the verse that he he has on that that uh, that one song is kind of talking about what we're talking about right now. Okay. I mean, um, I don't know if there's a way you can pull it up on the internet to see what I'm talking about. Wait, which just the Drake verse on that song? Oh shit! Huh? On the popping? Yeah. And you know, just listen to what you guys said. All right, then it makes sense. Hold on, cause I want to hear this verse too. Yeah, cause this who is it? Drake, French Montana, Wayne, Future on this shit. Future ain't on that motherfucker, man. It's a Future on the fucking thing. I ain't see Future on it. I I don't know, man. I'm just going by what it's saying on the fucking on the video. (laughs) I'm not, a, I'm not a pop that expert, although I do love this video. Okay. I like the song, man. Shit. Ain't nothing, ain't nothing more beautiful than a bunch of Dominicans getting out of the pool. Play it. I thought you just wanted to hear the, the Drake verse. Well, you, you look... you Just play the motherfucker. I like the song. All right. All right. Let's hear it. All right. Well, let me, uh, you ain't got to start it from the beginning. God damn it. I just started it from the beginning. <laughs> Too late. Hold on. Get this up. Show me what you twerk with Ass so fuck Leave that lap dance I'm in that white ghost Chasing pack Man, honey, out the lot I be bleeding, that's a rock Honey, large, bring a mop Car, send it like a rock Got a brain stroke in my pocket Pocket, okay, 30 chains on my collar Got him, two drops, no mileage Top off like Wallace And I'm hell smart, bitch, know that, know that Feel the rich before that, know that New deal, I know that, know that Three beers, I'm on that I'm the life of the party, this kidney so's on the molly. You know I can't so snack, so drop that pussy oh, bitch. Oh, nice. I got what you want, this drop that twist. pussy God, bitch. Yeah. Film it, film it, this bitch won't be yeah, ever heard this shit too. Oh, this is Like I play for the England, spin it, spin it, spin it, stack every minute. That's 50, 400, I see no fucking limits. 
Shout out to Uncle Lou. Shout out my I feel you. Why? Because like you, you, you stay away from what you think is, is not. You know what I'm saying? It's conducive to what you want to listen to. So you may hear something like it may have been on what you turned away from. Uh, I've never even heard, seen the name, and just shot away from it. Yeah. Like, who the fuck is that? That's the best loop. That's it. That's loop. Like, I get it. You know, um, and I mean, I'm never, I'm not, I'm not one to be like, oh, I'm on the cutting edge of what the kids like or whatever. Because, like, I hear about shit here and there. Mm-hmm. You know, I've heard, shit. I've heard of Khalid and fucking, yeah. uh, was it, uh, what's the nigga name? Ugly God and, mm-hmm. Like, you know, all these other motherfuckers, uh, XX Tentacion. And you mean to tell me there's a motherfucker with his name called Ugly God? Yeah, from Houston. Hey, but you know. Got a, got, a, got a mixtape called a booty tape. But what's wild is the, um, like, I mean, that's even, that's even, I did not necessarily with hip hop, that's just in, in, any, in any genre of music in this time. Because it's songs that I'm hearing. That people are saying like, oh, this is what's hot right now. And I've never heard them because it's like that music doesn't even, you know what I'm saying? Stuff that get played on iHeartRadio. Yeah. Like, and I'm like, well, what, is, what is this? How is this the most popping thing? And I'm not hearing it anywhere else. You know what yeah. I'm saying? But it's because. This nigga got hot on SoundCloud or something. Exactly. Shit. Or it's hot streaming somewhere. This, this, that, and other. And okay, but I mean, I'm not knocking it. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. But. That's what it is. It's it's so much saturation, so much lack of quality music. Well, yeah. Well, and the other thing is, is that now we're in an era of niches where you don't have to listen to anything you don't want to listen to anymore. Exactly. Because it used to be when we were coming up, 
when you had on the radio, radio, you had yeah, to listen that's to just it. all that was. Yeah. You know, but like now, you're just listening to the radio, you're listening to what they're playing on the radio. Yeah. But so yeah, now the DJ telling you what's hot. Yeah. And you don't get to pick and choose. You know, but now you can really listen to whatever you choose to listen to. Yeah. Because you can find what you like anywhere and download it, have it for you. You know what I'm saying? So. Yeah, because I never listen to the radio. The only time I listen to the radio is when I'm dropping, dropping somebody off. I'll feel you. If, that, <laughs> if that's the case. You know what I'm saying? But it's just like music for me, man. You know, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm a lyricist. Um, um, yeah, we talking about all these other motherfuckers' music. We buy Jill music. Because <laughs> uh, we played your shit. On the uh, on the podcast, we got it rated by which one? Which one you played? The televised? Yeah, the was televised. televised joint. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. So I mean, and I and now and see what you had then. Now I have the final mix versions of oh, these shit. songs. Okay. Yeah, I have the final mixes of these songs now. So when that shit coming out? Um. God damn, man! Your mama put a fucking ankle in this shit. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's that. Uh, it's Peach uh, Cobbler. Peach Cobbler. Peace Cobbler. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, that's right. Sessions and Sections. Uh, that's that's Port Arthur, Texas right there. Yeah, that's Port Arthur, Texas. Ses- <laughs> sections, uh, and sessions and Sections is Port Arthur, Texas, too. Sessions and Sections is the 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 mix, the mix EP debut, Max More Deep. Sessions and Sections is the project. Nine tracks. Finishing up the last two now. Um, first single off of that is The Lot, Who's Coming With Me. That's the the tribute to, uh, to Pimp C, UGK, Salute the Gods, and uh, the Pioneers of, of, of PA Sound. And... Um, yeah, I mean, uh, it's a, it's a, it's a, you know, I, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a writer. Uh, I don't consider myself a rapper. I'm more or less a poet and an artist because I create what I create. I create how I want to, when I want to. I, I don't, I'm not pigeonholed to doing or to having a, a, a particular sound because I let the music tell me what it wants me to do. So. And that's what Sessions and Sections is. It's an introduction to me as a as an artist and to uh, my creative process. Can I ask you a question? Yeah. What made you choose uh, Mordeeb? <laughs> okay. Uh, I know where it came from, but what made you choose it? What made me choose it? Because I mean, like, uh, you know, if you know, if anybody really, I, I, I don't speak on it much, so, but if he knows where it comes from, um, uh, the name, in essence, of itself is the is that not that I feel like I am, but um, you know, I, I I I honestly believe in the power of sound. You know what I'm saying? Like early on when I was first uh first started off rapping, I used to have this real real uh crescendo, day crescendo in my voice to where I would be I would rap and uh like my my, my, my vocal tones would just 
take words and and manipulate them to a certain you know sounds of words and it would come off like real dramatic so uh once i saw that in that movie i um i i, I it kind of stuck with me and as i evolved i started to realize the power of like the true power of words and how you you know so that that's what it is with me i i was under the impression that uh because with uh that movie mm-hmm. yeah i mean because for me i thought you did they were in search and i am yeah that, that spice that, that that that, that all plays a part in my music. As far as music, it, yeah, as far as my music, and then then the sound, like everything. I'm going hard to find that spice. I've always, I've always like, I, I even had, a, I even had a mixtape that I've done. I haven't released it, and it was called "The Water of Life." Okay, so, and like that's the evolution of who I am. And a guy, someone else asked me, like, where, you know, more deep. And when he said that, when he said it, he was like, hmm. And I was like, yeah, that, that's what it is. And he questioned it, like, so that's how you see yourself? I say, to some degree, but not like, um, you know, not like I'm, I'm, I'm in, a, in, a, in, a, in a crazed mind state about it. Um, I know I bring something different to the table. I bring an essence back to music that a lot of people have shied away from. You know what I'm saying? Because I, I write poetry. And, you know, uh, and every, every word means something to me. You know what I'm saying? I'm never, I'm never, I'm never, uh, out here writing or saying something just to be saying something. You know what I mean? I try to, I, I, whenever I do write or present something, I want everyone to be able to take whatever they can take from it and have it touch them the way that it's supposed to. So if I could, if, if I, you know, in, in, a, in a playful way, yeah, I, I can, in my own mindset, I can look at myself as a quiz art satirite. You know what I'm saying? I could look at myself as that. That's not what I perpetuate. But as far as my love for music and and having a, a, a spice. So musically speaking, do you think you found that spice? Yeah. You do? I, I feel like I have. Okay. I feel like I have. Because it's, you know, it, it's... It, and it also comes into play. See what 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 I understand about that the the concept of what more deep is and what it meant then is finding out who you really are and embracing that. You know what I'm saying? Because that's what his journey was about. You know what I'm saying? Becoming who you were meant to be. You know what I'm saying? And that's that's my journey. I I I am always evolving, and I am becoming who I am meant to be. What the end result of that is, I won't know till I get to the destination. But I know that this is what I'm supposed to be doing now. 
And but truly, you haven't found that spice if you. No evolution. Evolution never changes. It, it, I mean, you, evolution. You you can't run from evolving. We always evolve, bro. That doesn't mean that I haven't found what the spice is, because you know it. You you have to go through a journey in order to know. It's never one thing. Yeah, it's never one thing. But when you learn how to create. When you learn how to present, it's like I had. Matter of fact, I'm glad we brought this up because there's a cat that he's a poet, and it's it's not to knock anything, but he said something about coming on a show that he had, and I was like, cool, you know what I'm saying? Now this is when I recited a poem uh, at a poetry uh, thing the other night, and he's like, man, I really want to get you on the show. Uh, So we exchanged numbers. And um, I found some time, and I called him. Like, hey, bro, I wanted, you know, wanted to touch base with you. You talked about the show. He was like, oh, I was like, this Max. He's like, oh, yeah, man, really want to get you on the show. Woo-woo. And we're going back and forth talking. And he said, man, you know, I want to tell you from the first time I met you, uh, you, 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 you touched me. Or, you know, you touch me with, with how you say your rhymes and how you present your stuff. You're very profound. And I, you know, I said thank you. I'm humbled in that in that sense. You know what I'm saying? Because I don't think of myself in in a broad spectrum like I'm just great. You know what I'm saying? But I know I've always done this, even if it wasn't rhyming. I've always stood in front of people and spoken. I've always recited things. So in essence, that's who I am. So it plays a part in me presenting and how I present. And what I say, and he was like, man, the way you deliver. And I'm like, okay, thank you. Then he was like, yeah, man, I got to get you on the show. And I'm like, cool. Then he asked me a question. Um, now, we had already solidified everything. But this, this opened my mind and my eyes to how people's mentality are. Because when, he's, when, we, when I first talked to him, I was like, bro, I'm glad you're giving me this opportunity. We are older. So it's up to us to show these young cats how to unify. And this allows us to do that. Then he said, well, so I uh, got a question, though. When, when, when you write, you know, do you, do, you, do you write all the time? And I said, well, hey, I know a lot of people say this, and I'm not saying it like that, but I'm constantly writing. I'm always building in my head. I don't write in my head, but I'm constantly building. Like every moment I could see, like I could look at that picture and I'm building off of that because it's something in that picture that sparks my creativity. It could be something that you say, you know what I'm saying? But I've always been able to take small things and put them to the back of my mind Mm. and go back and build. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. Or if something is just so intense, it grabs me and I create right then and there mm-hmm. and put a piece of it back there. And then I go and sit down quietly and do it. So, yeah, I'm always building in my head. And his whole demeanor changed. And he was like, well, well, I, I'm, a, I'm, I'm what you call an inspirational writer. I, I create off of inspiration. And I, you know... And I just listened. I didn't take nothing about it. And then he was like, well, okay, man, I got to get with my partner, and I'm going to call you back in like an hour. Never called back. 
And then the conversation resonated with me. Like, so he had a problem because he said, well, my partner, I'm sorry, and he said this, my partner writes maybe, she says she writes a, a, a poem or two every day. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? And he made this statement. My thing, which is his thing, is quality over quantity. Okay. After he never called back, it resonated with me. And then I had to sit and think. And I, I was like, well, I need to address this. And I'm going to address it when I go to the poetry thing the way I need to address it. But in my mind, I sat and I thought about it like, this is what's wrong with us in our culture as artists. You know what I'm saying? It's not, it's not, bad, it's not already bad enough that we, we hate on each other or you know, other artists hate on each other for no particular reason because they may feel like this person's putting themselves in this type of position or because they haven't made it this way. They haven't made it this way. I've always embraced everybody. But for him to do that and then for him to express, well, I create off of inspiration. You know what I'm saying? I'm an inspirational artist. Okay, first and foremost, we are all inspirational artists. You know what I'm saying? Who are you to dictate how creativity is created? You know what I'm saying? If that's how you feel, cool. But you're wrong for having a problem for if if another person says that hey i write five poems a day then she's giving back to the culture the way you got some people that all they do is write never recite you know what i'm saying that doesn't make them that doesn't make the words that they write less of quality because they write more you're saying you're trying to tell me because Someone can say, hey, man, I need you to write me a poem about somebody being shot on the corner. Hold on, hold on. And then that, that's the call. I need you to write a poem about a, a little boy getting shot on the corner. All right, man, I got you. Woo, woo. Now, that's doper in your mind because someone called you and said, hey, I need that, and you were inspired to do it. Then someone who sits down and is inspired to write because that's – that's what we do. If you write a book, if you write a song, you know what I'm saying? First and foremost, we are writers. I'm a writer before I'm a poet. Right. Because if I put a pen to paper, I'm writing something. For me to disagree with anything, anything you said about that, then I'll be just discrediting uh, Cube for everything he did for NWA. Why you say that? Because of writing? Because he wrote he was the one that wrote everything for NWA whenever they first came out. Uh, Ice Cube. Yeah, I know. I know. So well, that's what I'm saying. For for me to discredit for me to disagree with what you say yeah, I, I will mean, be discrediting what Cube was doing for NWA. Yeah, see, this is the thing, though, is that I, I, mean, I, I write. I'm a different kind of writer. But but mm-hmm. the thing is, is that as long as what you're saying comes from an authentic place, how you do it 
doesn't, it doesn't matter. matter. But the thing, my my point and of, is also, is it good? Does it move well, people? You know. But hey, does it move? But people? the thing here is, the the thing That's here is, point. look, the thing here is that what okay, the the point that I'm making, and I'm I'm gonna get to that as far as what moves people, right? Because we are writers. You write. You know what I'm saying? First and foremost, before anything. If you're a poem, if you're a poet and you recite your poetry, if it's a book and someone reads it, but first and foremost, we write. That's what we're here to do. Now, if you choose to only write off of inspiration because someone has to call and say, I need this from you, then that's just the type of writer that you are. You know what I'm saying? That doesn't take away, and that shouldn't take away from other writers being the writers that they are. You know what I'm saying? That's why I was like so, I wasn't turned off by it, but I'm like, this is what we've come to. See, that's 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 what's always weird to me about shit like that. Is because, so like, I, I can't say, I, I wrote before I ever drew. Yeah. But as a visual artist, like, yeah, I make videos. I still, I don't draw as much as I should, but I still draw a little bit. Mm-hmm. And, like, nobody ever questions visual art on commission. Mm-hmm. Nobody ever questions it. Like, that fucking picture of Jimi Hendrix. Yeah. We asked for it. We paid for it. And nobody discredits that picture. Yeah. Because somebody commissioned an artist to make it. Nobody ever questions the artist's talent or motivation when it's, or whatever. When it's it's when just it. a great fucking piece of art. Mm. Writing on commission is the same fucking thing. Like, it's, if it's a good piece, piece of, of art, art, it shouldn't yeah. fucking matter. It shouldn't matter. I mean, if, you, if, you're, if you're asking for someone, if someone asks you for something and you satisfy their need, yeah. then they're happy with that. When it comes to any to individuals just writing, you know what I'm saying, and and whether or not what's written moves people, you know what I'm saying. I could write something right now. Yeah. That doesn't necessarily mean that it'll move you because I wrote it right here and there, but if I write it and then I study what I wrote yeah. and I prepare presentation of what I wrote, how I present that may move you more than what you see the words on the paper to do. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And that's where, you know what I'm saying, that's where quality comes into play. Because you can put something down on paper and people may not, people may read that and be like, uh, well. But then you take your time and you, uh, and you, you figure out how to present it. Right. Then it's a whole different ball game right. because now you're saying it with passion as opposed to just writing it. You know what I'm saying? You found the love, you found the pain, you found the hurt in the words and how to express all of that. Yeah. So now it becomes more profound than what it was just sitting on the paper. So you can't say writing less makes what you write quality. No. You can't you can't even say that. Okay. And that's, that's what just, yeah. that's just goofy. You feel me? Because it's like 
like uh, who is it? Black Thought, that ten minute freestyle. Yeah, on Funk Flex. It's amazing. Beautiful. It's amazing. Beautiful. It's not Black Thought's best verse. No. It's just amazing that that motherfucker could do that for yeah. ten minutes. You know. But hey, he's a god MC. Yeah. People and people find it amazing because that's what I'm saying. Shit like that is what's been missing. You know what I'm saying? That's what's been missing in the essence of what hip hop and lyricism and you know what I'm saying, being vocal about and being passionate about what you do. Just like if you go listen to the verse that Loaded Lux did yeah. on Hot 97. Yeah, look, look, killed that shit. You feel me? Yeah, he killed that shit. Saha killed that shit. Too. Okay, but there's uh, but there's plenty of people who go up and kill those verses, but they don't get like that's the thing is like, and, and and let me preface this by saying, um, and I mean the I'm, only reason why we can do what we doing right now mm. is because there are no gatekeepers. Mm. Yeah. Mm. Exactly. I'm going to something, too. There are no gatekeepers. So, we can have our podcast, have our own radio show, get out there, do this shit, reach people, promote our shit, which I don't do enough, but uh, it do this without any permission. We should put our shit out. Right? But, there's one problem is that back in the day, when there were gatekeepers, to get on, to get to the point, where motherfuckers knew who you were, for you to have an audience, you actually had to be good. Like somebody somewhere had to be like, yeah, this dude's good enough to be to get out there. It's like with the battles, like battle of uh, battle rappers, uh, not battling, spinning, DJing. Mm-hmm. You couldn't just get up in there just because you said you were good. Oh hell, no. somebody could have had to hear you at a, a block party or something yeah. like that. Know if you can go and battle with all these DJs, yeah, or even even for you to even for you to step in in any arena to say, or for someone to audition you. You know what I'm saying? Someone had to be like, yeah. or have had heard you, or heard you rock a crowd, or this, this, and that. You had other. to have some sort of experience. You had to have some something. Yeah, something about you had to be special enough for somebody to vouch for you. Yeah. Now. I can't shit on the system now because we're part of the system now. We're part of the fucking 10 billion fucking podcasts that are out there. We're part of that. Yeah. Because there is no gatekeeper. Nobody told us that we could could do this or that. We didn't get permission. We fucking got some mics, recorded the shit, put it out on the internet, and whoever listened to it, he listened to it. Yeah. I will. But that's not necessarily the best way to do everything. No. I feel like. But then again, the good shit always rises. Yeah. Exactly. Like, this is the thing, is that, yeah, there's plenty of motherfuckers who was hot. And even during the gatekeeper system, there was motherfuckers who snuck in, and they had their one moment or whatever, and then they went away because they weren't good enough to stay. Yeah. And it's just fucking weird to me. How people will sit up and, and, and try to judge it. Like, look, man, like, at the end of the day, good is good, and what's not good goes the fuck away. Because yeah. nobody wants to hear that shit if it's mm-hmm. not good. Mm-hmm. Like, 
So I don't give a fuck. I don't give a fuck if you write all the time. If you never write, I, I mean, I don't was, give a fuck if you release one poem. If that one poem is the greatest poem <laughs> that's ever, ever been written, it's like, it's still the greatest poem that's ever, ever been written. I just if found it, it funny that like, and and then for not to hear back, I was like, really, like you, you really took it to heart that I said that I create constantly. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? But I motherfuckers do, though. If you're not creating constantly, because that means you're not drawing from your experiences. You know what I'm saying? Like, that's a fact of being who we are. Yeah. This, this whole podcast is just me and Jerns fucking experiences. We get up here and we talk about shit that happened to us. Yeah. <laughs> Sessions and sections. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it is what it is, man. That shit is fucking weird, man. It, but yeah. Like, uh, uh, so, so where can we find your... Um, your artwork, yeah. My my, my craft on paper. Yeah. Uh, I'm. Uh, I, you will. It will be available on iTunes, Spotify, datpiff uh, dot com. The what? Sessions and sections. And, and what pit? Datpiff. Datpiff. That's a mixtape. It's a mixtape. Yeah. Okay. Uh, pretty pretty all all uh streaming. Um, all streaming formats. Okay, you know what I'm saying. Um, and uh, it it will be out and ready, uh, like second week of January. Oh, finished. Okay. Yeah, finished okay. and done. You know what I mean. Um, it's a little bit of everything on there. You know what I'm saying. I I do I do a little bit of this, but like I said, it's 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 really a a an introduction. So people can, because I've I've been I've been embedded in the game for a minute um, and in the industry, but I've never really shown myself. I've always either been a ghostwriter. Uh, I've been on two major projects, uh, um, uh, but poetry has always been my thing. So this is what I do, and um, you know, it's sessions and sections. It's it's an event. It's an event. You know what I'm saying? It's a profound event horizon. So a lot more to come. Uh do wanna leave y'all with something if I get the opportunity. Uh just, you know, some of the young men that's <laughs> running the thing. But um, like I said, nine tracks. Uh, I mean it is what it is. The televising and everything is mixed now, except for the last two. Uh, Y'all played televised, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yeah. That was kind of like my, that was kind of like my, uh, my ode to, to the, um, the police brutality killings. You know what I'm saying? Young black men and males and women being killed, unarmed. Uh, you know, so it, it speaks volumes to what what's going on around us, you know what I'm saying? I'm always aware of, of, of life, and um, that's that's what I write about, you know what I'm saying? Uh, at one point in time, I, I always said that, I, I would say that I, I I speak life's gospel, you know what I'm saying? And now it has just evolved into being my, my, my the essence of what my spoken word, spoken truth is, you know? Oh, and let me uh say, Rest in peace to Erica Garner. Eric Garner's daughter uh, recently passed away. Salute. Uh, Salute. You remember who Eric Garner is? He's a dude in uh, New York. 
Got choked out by the cops. Yep. Uh, the whole I can't breathe cigarettes. movement. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Uh, his oldest daughter actually passed away uh, from a heart attack, I think, two days ago. Uh, so she was out there, a real big voice in the community, uh, fighting against police brutality. Wow. Uh, so that's fucking sad. Really? Yeah. Um well, I mean, so I mean, that, I mean, I just bring that up because yeah. it goes along with uh, with what you was just saying. Okay. And it's it's just it's a fucked up situation. It is, man. man. Like it is. for her to die like that, and I know the stress of losing a dad like that, having to see a dad die on fucking video like that. That's crazy. Man. Man, that, that's wild as fuck. That Orlando Castile. Did those motherfuckers yeah. ever get charged for that shit? No, 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 bro. That's that's bro. the. <laughs> never, 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 never even had an indictment brought down. No, so that no. we, uh, we, you know, we always in fault. But <laughs> back to our original point about back to the original point Should about the uh, hurricanes and shit. Civil neglect. Civil neglect. <laughs> Civil neglect. Yeah. Um, what, what you want me? To, what you want me to do, man? What you want me to do? Whatever you got, man. Oh shit. What you? Yeah, you got some music. You got some. What you want it to be? You want the music? Either way. Want, or you want me to recite it? Either way. Whichever way you want to do it. Okay, what I'll do is I'll do this. I'll recite something and then I'll let you play the first single. Okay. The lot. All right. All right. So, uh, what would it be? Okay, the recite will be everything. Carpe diem. All right. What's up, Lee? My buddy Lincoln in the house. Yeah, Fat Boy's on the podcast once right. again. Fat Boy SSE. I'm your friend for life, Lincoln. <laughs> All right. Sessions and sections. Everything Carpe diem. Smacks. More deep. Here's an illustration of what the vision is. Held by no boundaries, the possibilities are limitless. Pure potential surrounds me, the birth of things. My manifested dreams, navigating the galaxy beyond the gravity of Saturn's rings. So far from the thought of an average being, product of society, you know, crack the fiends, denials of sobriety while sipping on that yak and lean. It's always chess and never checkers, so if she gotta go, I let her while they cuffed the queen. The art of my heart, the heart of my art bends like a reed in the wind, parallel to the point where doubt ends and faith begins. The weight of the world, it now drowns my fears, so no sink but swim. You can never fathom the depths of a will to win, perfectly outlined patterns where portraits are pinned. In an imperfect world that's immersed in sin, so I play devil's advocate, wolf among the sheep. It's a dog-eat-dog, so I bare my teeth and use bones as toothpicks to dislodge the meat. See, everything is everything, and I want everything. Nothing from nothing leaves nothing, so I invest in me. When your eyes on the prize, nothing's quite what it seems. The feast of potluck, how you eat depends on what you bring. Everything is everything, and I want everything. 
Nothing from nothing leaves nothing, so I invest in me. When your eyes on the prize, nothing's quite what it seems. The feast of potluck, how you eat, depends on what you bring. This was written under city lights and the brightest star. All traffic is clear, so now I'm taking off. And whom shall I fear? It's time to set the mark. The world is a stage. It's time to play the part. No denying the king in me. Yeah, the bravest heart. Through these eyes, I seen the tunnel vision they lack to embark. Let's put the past at the back of the bus. Rosa Parks. My deep impacts just scratching the surface. Event horizon. Blessings like ribbons in the sky. You know, perfect timing. Thanks for this moment of clarity. Ah, perfect diamond. Street dreams are made at ease, simple Simon. Without trying, my illumination is blinding. And to those that deny me, I remain defiant. And they stay divided. In this life of pie, it gets no sweeter no matter how you slice it. Who's the nicest? I'm doing life on this track. I got the gun line. I don't need fences. Gripping on a cable toe, I brill bridges of infinite wisdom. How you living? Boss queen conversation, immaculately tasteful. Her speaker box on my love below, classically graceful. Reaching beyond the stars because the galaxy is so spaceful. There's no telling where this fantastic voyage just might take you. Far from the madness of cherry Kool-Aid and grape juice. It's time we mix fruit and make truce. No walls unbreakable. Through it all, stand tall, unshakable. Bottom line, free your mind and keep your design untraceable everything carpe diem that's what it is sessions and sections all right are you gonna play it off it gonna be... oh, i'll play it on there uh you got a uh, headphone jack on your phone yeah cue that shit up oh shit now you're gonna have to turn it down too because this motherfucker bangs man <laughs> it does bang bro this is the first single off of Sections and Sections. Sections and Sections, my my uh, tribute to UGK and PA, Land of the Trill, the lot, who coming with me. Smoking blue cookie in a plastic bag Being crushed by buildings My license to kill Concealed it Travel some degrees From an infant on my knees Right up until the moment you kill me I am the building Sold in the rhythm Purging the system This is criminality We all killing the beat It's supposed to bubble Be like that sometime Gonna be trouble This is a beautiful mind Cypher D is more deep Fade I key the one Not a test Don't stress I'm just having fun Sleepwalking to what dreams may come Tiana Taylor with a belly ring Body me sucking a thumb Never metaphor that I couldn't handle Prison great bars This is my redemption song Ever seen a crystal stand with a heaven caravan of love? 
Bismillah, Malikum, Asalaam They said shots couldn't shake me, stones couldn't break me I'm a soldier, you know they never take me Cut up on the wrist, yes, magic, touch, shave I'm a old man, the money never made me Return of the trio, the life where we live Strong arm, pack hand, it is what it is Boy, playing in these fields, I get your ass killed With the energy to win, I'm going in Come on, we're coming with me Ain't no nigga like a PA nigga Cause the rest of y'all niggas never sold or stole Third base in the lot Showstoppers on the floor gon' shake it and drop Heaven's gate, it's a rock My cup run it over, take a sip I pop the work of problem child Whip, nay, nay, chill lock D.E.A. will knock the hustle It don't stop More deep, making moves, not hot Girl, stop, life's a game of spades Lock the gates, books made Parsons porn, games, thrones Checkmate, not here to win Don't step to the plate Before you break bread, bless it Grace, the power of faith, can it be someone this refreshing? A child of God, yeah, my father's blessing. I'm going ham on the book, skin erection. Tried to hail Mary, she was giving confession. Bless them. They said shots couldn't shake me, stones couldn't break me. I'm a soldier, you know they never take me. Cut up on the wrist, yes, magic touch shave. I'm an old man, the money never made me. Return of the trio, the life where we live. Strong arm, pack hand, it is what it is. Boy, playing in these fields I get your ass killed with the energy to win I'm going in, come on, we're coming with me Jing-a-ling-a-ling, school bell ring R.I.P. to the treeless king Catch me in the kitchen, whooping them ting Fuck with me money, in me four pounds sing Murder, 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 me murder them Pull all triggers, diamonds, the wood wheel Cause one day you're here, next day no appeal Respect it a ticket, it's the land of the 36 ounces And bounds to the streets From main deep east to deep west 14 With game vicious like massive plantation Straight drop 28, Pyrex shaking Cuts never vacant, fiends impatient Money on my mind, currency levitating Spit pure uncut, fish scale, sucker pavement Triple beam schemes me every Shots couldn't shake me, stones couldn't break me I'm a soldier, you know they never take me Cut up on the wrist, yes, magic touch shave I'm an old man, the money never made me Return of the trio, the life where we live Strong arm, bad hand, it is what it is That's it on that video, but yeah I know it's a banger, you can't really hear it But when it come out, it's good Cause uh, the the it's mixed, but it's just so mixed. The bang is just is overwhelming, but it is what it is, man. You know what I'm saying? Shout out to everybody from PA doing their thing, man. Look out for Young B Lean, Lean Mixes One, Lean Mixes Two, Chi King Ali, DM Seven, the movement. It is a movement, man, and. Port Arthur, it's I've been on us for a long time, um, you know, and the wheel, everything is an evolution and it, and, it, and it revolves. So it's coming around again for us in that sense. And these young cats and everybody that's involved in it doing that thing. So uh, we pay homage, but just like uh, Andre 3000 said, PA got something to say. Not just the South, but PA got something to say. So y'all prepare for that. You know what I'm saying? I'm just the calm before the storm. One. Right, that's, 
That's what's up. Cause uh, yeah, <laughs> we need more good southern hip hop. Southern hip hop, real lyrics, content. You know what I'm saying? Not knocking what everybody else do and what y'all want. You know what I'm saying? Hey, but you know we we live this every day, and this is our lives. This is who we are. This is really the land of the trill, and this is where what people are trying to make everybody else believe that they are. This is what we are, and we live this every day. So welcome to the lot, motherfuckers. That's right. So be on the lookout for it. <laughs> Sessions and sections. Yeah. Uh, middle of January. Yes, sir. Dat uh, Piff. Dat Piff. Oh, all streaming. Spotify. All streaming. Hard hey, copies uh, you could get at me. All the information will be out on the online for you to do uh, shows, poetry clubs, whatever. I'm I'm on the scene in 2018. I'm I'm in the lane and I'm making the move, man. Who coming with me? That's right. So, uh, fuck that is. But uh, uh, so where can people get a hold of you? Follow you? Big black. What's your uh? What, you scared of the big black cock? What's wrong with this dude? It has to do with anything we talked about. I'm just showing you this, this black cock. <laughs> all right. So, uh, yeah. Oh, how, people get a, how people get a hold of you, like if they want to uh, follow you on social media, w- anything, w- do you w- do any of that? Chuck oh, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You can look at me, uh, look me up on my Instagram, Maxi- Ma- my Instagram at Maximus Decimus Cypherdeus. That's that's just like it sounds, Maximus Decimus Cypherdeus. That's I-S-S-I-F-O-D-Y-A-S. That's the Instagram uh, Facebook, Max Moore Deeb, M A X M O R D I E B, Moore Deeb, Facebook, and um, uh, Reverb Nation, SoundCloud, same thing, Max Moore Deeb, you know what I'm saying? Uh, Max Moore Deeb at gmail.com uh, if you want to get at me for booking. Uh, uh, in 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 any genre, uh, you need ghostwriting, you need uh, you know whatever, uh, you need something written for a special occasion. We are pushing. This is the push. This is the movement, man. This is Black Rain Radio, um, YouTube channel, Max More Deep, Modo Productions. Uh, anything in that lane will bring up my information. Right. All right. And uh just in case you motherfuckers didn't get all of that shit, we'll put it in the in the notes of the fucking of the podcast. I'll make sure we get all that shit for you. Yeah, yeah. Um <laughs> So yeah. Uh shout out to hashtag blackout podcast, hip hop amino, because uh, they actually do like a uh they call it sound check on their uh podcast. Mm. And uh, they actually sound checks your song. Oh really? Yeah. What that did, man? I, I it was good. They that I there was not one person that didn't like it. Really? Yeah. Wow. Yeah, they did. Uh, that was the unmixed version of it. So wow. I mean, is there any way for me to like get a? I don't want to get that, but like I I've never even to somewhere that like I can. Did they play it and people? Yeah. What what they, what they went online and, and yeah. 
Yeah, they got it off your SoundCloud. They uh, uh-huh. they went on there because I told them to listen to it, and they put it in their sound check that that the next episode that they did, and they they love that shit. So, okay. uh, well, I'm gonna have to get that info so I can see what see it. I mean, is it something like when y'all do this? Is it, it this is all archived, right? Yeah. So I can go back to whatever they did. Mm-hmm. And, okay, that's yeah. I'm gonna have yeah, to get yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I find out. I. I you used to know, I can't remember which episode it was. But, uh, but yeah, I'll send you the link to it. Okay, that's what's up. Uh, so, yeah, shout out to them guys. And we, we've we been on their podcast before. We we go back and forth oh, yeah. on Twitter, social media, shouting each other out. Huh? Supposed to be doing something soon with them. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We just trying to work out the scheduling thing. Because one of them live in Utah, the other one live in Dallas. Oh, okay. Wow. Uh, but one of them from Houston, one of them from Louisiana. Like from right outside of Lafayette, I think. Oh, but they just live in different cities. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. So you have uh, to schedule. Yeah, we have to do like if we do. They're supposed to be on our podcast this time, but we got to like work out the Skype schedules and all that shit. Oh, okay. okay. So we can all be on at the same time. Okay. Well, yeah. Like my schedule is opening up. Like I'm I'm gonna be moving a lot, but it's 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 opening up for me to be able to do different things. And so if you know if whatever y'all need me for, man, just let me know. Most definitely. You know what I'm saying? Most no, definitely. I'm glad we had this time to sit down and fucking do this shit finally. Yeah, man. It's been a long time. It's been a long time, man. Getting, <laughs> getting, getting dumb. Yeah, and for your... For, Doing uh, E, massaging fat bitches. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> getting Christmas cards and shit. <laughs> getting Christmas cards and lingerie lap dances. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, <laughs> that's right, <laughs> This is the squad, man. man was people. she in the fucking really seventy years old? Man, wait, bro. You know, can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? Can I ask you a question? What's up, man? <laughs> hey, you know I'm gonna ask you, right? You ain't gonna ask me, bro. Oh, yeah, I'm gonna ask you, right? I ran, bro. What she look like, man? It was not a pretty sight, bro. Fatter skinny. Uh, somewhere in between, but <laughs> far over the between. <laughs> I was like, bro, you got a you got a you got a picture. An elderly white woman. I seen some elderly white women that I no. was just sitting there thinking it's like, what does it really look like? Well, this looked this really looked like uh who can I put? Wait, what, what? How much do you think she weighs? She wasn't necessarily. I'm trying to, I'm trying to, she wasn't. She wasn't overweight, but gravity had to say. took place. <laughs> gravity was in. So you turn around. You know what I'm saying? This and, and mind you, it's it's when this happened. It's like eight. 35 in the morning, like right after I got there. Damn. Yeah, so I'm I'm fresh up. You know what I'm saying? Didn't even have a cup of coffee yet. And I'm, I'm already right at work. And I turn around and this woman, elderly woman, is standing in front of me with a see-through. It's see-through. With titty sagging, lingerie, split up the middle, 
No panties on. Pussy nah, showing. She hit you with the crotchless. Stomach hanging down. Titties out. And she's just standing there banging the door. Yeah, it works fine now. <laughs> what the fuck? Oh my god. Not a beautiful sight, Look, man. Uh, Not a beautiful sight, bro. And see, I, this, like, is, this is the shit. <laughs> All you bitches out here, and I'm not I'm not calling you bitches disrespectful because I don't know your names as <laughs> bitches. Uh, you motherfuckers is out here complaining about sexual harassment. God damn it, we get harassed too. too. Real talk. Alright, it's just don't nobody give a fuck. It's bullshit. That's not right, man. Okay. You know what I'm saying? That was not okay. I, I, I didn't. Hey, man. Hashtag me too, bitch. God damn it. Stop. Okay. Picture, picture, and, and if you will, if I could put it even, even in more perspective, picture everybody loves Raymond's mother. Oh, oh Jesus Christ. With, with tats no, over her body. No. No. And no, long, no, stringy, no, no. Okay. blonde hair or white hair. <laughs> Titties long like a bad day. That shit don't make no damn sense. Whatever, man. <laughs> and I'm not, I'm not kidding. That's wild. Picture that. Hey, man. At least That's you ain't wild. sick of no tongue, dude. <laughs> Either way, it left a bad taste in my mouth. No, it literally left a bad taste in his mouth, though. Oh, my bad, This bitch, bitch mouth tastes like an ashtray. <laughs> and Wor- and Werther's Originals. That might have been. <laughs> Fix it then and cocaine hooker spit. Some Bentley and Hedges. <laughs> In a in a in a in a Werther's uh, butterscotch. I'm telling you, <laughs> that, that bitch still smoke bits in the hedges with that long filter. <laughs> Come on, man. I mean, 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 I don't don't take that don't take that ransom note out the bitch out the trash can. That bitch gave that nigga a straight ransom note. Yeah. You want your dignity back? (laughs) She was like, back in the day, you used to have to fuck to get your freedom. With that older chick. That older chick. Man, that shit. Hey, look, man. There's some older women out there. They, I would that shit. Fuck, man. I ain't lying. I, I, I hmm. But I would draw the line. What? 
But there is some older women out there that will get the dick. I'm not saying. Like, really, Jeremy? Yes. I ain't gonna lie, man. I'm shit. Hey, I mean, hey, man. Even I would bang Stifler's mom. Who wouldn't bang Stifler's mom? Even today, I'd still fuck But that Isaiah's man. grandmother? <laughs> oh, I mean, look. Look at how we are right now. What does that have to do what, with anything, bro? What's 20 years older to us right now? Mm. To me, it's 60. Yeah. If she is holding up good. Well, see, that's the problem, though. Other than Halle Berry, there ain't no fine 60-year-old women. Look, man. I seen some. And Halle Berry out here. You know Halle Berry's still on fucking Instagram thirst trapping this bitch, 65 years old. Look, I'm, I'm sorry, dude. I've seen some regular old fine bitches in their 60s. See, Halle Berry with 50. No, she's close to 50. She's close to 50. She's like late 40s. You say what you want, man. Fuck it. If, 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 if they holding up, if they holding up. Yeah, they holding yeah. up, but they one good dick thrust from breaking down. <laughs> Hey man, I'm just saying you just gotta worry about not breaking the hip. That's all. Shit, fuck it. Well, bro, that's still having a bear. Oh, yeah, no bullshit. I'm not talking about having a bear. I'm just talking about some regular chick that's out there. Fuck it, man. If she's trying to get some black dick, I got fuck it. I'll take it. <laughs> I'm oh, saying, man. Hey, uh, shout out to them old bitches. Oh, that shit, know that. this is still recording. Yes, nigga, we still recording. <laughs> <laughs> Well, we just got the name of the podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's us. This shit's still recording. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah, we got like we got like ten minutes of record time left. So, uh, yeah, sections and sections. Middle of January. Look for it on everything. Datpiff.com. Motherfucking Spotify, all your streaming services, SoundCloud, all that shit. Randy Mills. Yep. Man, fuck that. Somebody pull me a drink. We can find Jeremy at, at IFuckOldBitches.com. <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, man, look. Look, I, look, seriously, 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 seriously. If you, uh, I'm serious here, man. I mean, when I was in my 20s, mm-hmm. wait a minute, 30. Hold on, this is not your grandfather podcast. Hold no, on, it's just, saying, it's just like me. Look, look man, <laughs> no I'm just saying, I'm just saying, 20s, 40s. I'm in my 40s. Yeah, that's still on me. You got a fucking 60 year old bitch. When I'm 60, I don't want to fuck a 60 year old bitch. Hey, look, <laughs> all I'm saying is, look, we've all seen these bitches out there. Shit, I'm just saying, man, the bitch look good. Damn, motherfucker, the beast. Boys made a song about it. Boom and Granny. Yes, I know. Nigga. Boom, I'm like, Boom the Beastie Boys made a uh, oh, Boom and Granny. <laughs> Boom and Granny. I saw you with the checkout line. Good and plenty. You dropped your coupons and you were looking fine. Sophisticated and so mature. I don't care. Well, I do care if she's 80 or 64, but. My thing is. I'm not lying. There's two old ladies that can get it. Why did that resonate so much with you Pam, way back then? Pam Grill, Pam Grill, yeah. and Helen Mirren can get it to this day. I don't know, man. It was a, it was a good fucking song, shit, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it was a good fucking song. <laughs> <laughs> I ain't have no old grandmas throwing the, 
taking the dentures out on me or nothing. Throwing it in the pants at you. I mean, yeah, well, shut the, that's just. <laughs> oh, so did she take the dentures out? Nah, man. Look, man. She was signing the card. Her dog came out while she was signing the dog. I was petting the dog. Mm-hmm. When I stood up, she's right here. She slipped me the tongue. Like, yeah, you threw petting the dog. What you gonna pet this pussy? <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just saying, dude. So, what did you do, Jerry? I gotta go. She gave me the card and I. That was after she finished? Finished what? What? Hold on. What are you talking about? Well, damn, she made you burn with the <laughs> You've been violated, dirty man. <laughs> All the white niggas still tell me shit. Because you know I'm a <laughs> <laughs> You've been violated, girly man. It's <laughs> fucking crazy. <laughs> oh, shit. All right. All right. I mean, who the fuck else I'm going to tell, man? I ain't got nothing else. <laughs> I know. You can't keep shit like that in here. Oh my god. You can't keep stuff like that in, bro. Oh my god. That would destroy you. Can't, you can't sit here and hold all this shit in on my deathbed. Like some. <laughs> Nigga, you won! <laughs> Jamie got skeeted on and beat it on by an old lady. I did not. That's <laughs> fucked up, man. Nigga, you got basically did, bro. You got sexually assaulted by a senior citizen. Mm-hmm. <laughs> this bitch hit you with the wine stink. The what? With the wine oh, stink. Oh goddamn! <laughs> Cause you know she was, you know she sat there and she tried to get me to come in and look at the apartment and all that, and I was like, nah, I, I can't go in your apartment. But you know, cause I had to walk into her door. She's gonna get well, she's about to give you the full Cosby. <laughs> Be like some. How are you feeling? What? <laughs> How are you feeling? I put the pills in the people. <laughs> that's that's just fucked up. Yeah. Uh, you'd, have, you'd have been passing out seeing a blurry ass Cosby sweater. <laughs> Just been passing out. She'd have been dancing in the motherfucker. And I'm gonna sing a song for you. I mean, I'm gonna say this about this woman. Maybe 50, 40 years ago, she probably did look good. Maybe. I don't know. But I'm not saying that I'm gonna sit here and. I'm not. No. Did you go back? Yeah, you went back. Fuck you, dude. <laughs> <laughs> Why well, such hostility? I mean, if you didn't, bro. I didn't go back. Fuck that. That man, come on, man. Okay. I mean, oh, I, I didn't mean nothing by it, I'm just saying. I'm just, you know, I was speaking I was in reference to my partner, karate chop. You know what I'm saying? I know what he's capable of. <laughs> Karate chop well, you know, you know, the, you didn't understand. Yeah, the old bitches chopper scared that. The old bitches don't call him karate chop; they call him hot karate. <laughs> <laughs> uh, judo flip. 
shit. Hot karate. Oh shit. Alright, fuck this bullshit. I got we gotta end this shit. We'll go for another three hours on this bullshit. Let him make it, man. Let him make it. Alright, alright. Oh, that was hilarious. So, yeah, uh, this has been the Whatever Man podcast. Uh with our special guest Max Moore Deep. Yes, yes. Uh check out sections and sections in the middle of January. Sessions and sections. Yes. Oh, uh, and you know what it is, man. I'm not gonna name everybody. Oh, uh, go listen to a podcast. Follow us on Twitter at Whatever Man Pod on everything. This is some bullshit. Uh, Whatever Man Pod on Instagram, Twitter. Check us out on Facebook. Uh, follow us on SoundCloud. Rate and fucking subscribe on iTunes, Stitcher, all that bullshit. Um, you need me. Google Play, all that shit. So Jamie's losing his mind because 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 an old lady tell you. Uh, old lady tongued him down. <laughs> See? I can't stop it. <laughs> yeah, um, so we out this motherfucker. Let me play the goddamn outro music. I'm just saying, she cocooned him. She found the found the youth. Man, uh, <laughs> hell no, dog. Whatever man, pocket, 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 whatever man, pocket,